This week in Not Gay Jared's Diet Habits. What, what is that? Is that an energy drink? Yeah. What, what is that next to it? Some, some Skittles. What did you have for dinner? The first half of the Skittles. You know your body can't be healthy, right? I assume so. It's not possible to be healthy eating like that. Oh, well, I had an apple earlier. Stay tuned for more of Not Gay Jared's Diet Habits. Hey, you're probably hearing this podcast either through iTunes or SoundCloud, something like that. Or maybe you've heard it on the syndicated radio show across the country. But you may not know that this show is actually live streamed. Video live streamed every Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern. Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern at louderwithcrowder.com or youtube.com slash Stephen Crowder. You can actually watch the live stream, see the guests, see all of these little infographics going on there. We have some exclusive commercials. You get to see the Hopper Cam, people like the Hopper Cam, uh, and additional firings of Not Gay Jared. So, again, it's free. If you want to see what you're hearing, go watch the live stream. Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. LotterworthCrowder.com. You found yourself at the junction where worlds meet. Politics. Civility? How about honesty in this country, folks? Entertainment. I don't like entertainment. And a whole bunch of other stuff. It's about having a healthy body image. You have a very unhealthy body. You should have a horrible body image. Not a big home improvement market in Detroit. <laughs> We are definitely going to get letters. You're listening to Talk Radio's Strangest Animal. You're a strange animal. That's what I know. You're getting louder with Crowder. But you're a strange animal. I got to follow. Oh, I'm in the speedy to Glad to be with you. We are working now. Hopefully everyone can hear me. We did this on the live stream uh, online before. Now we are live with you, of course. Thank you. Not Gay Jared will be fired after the break. Uh, I am your host, Stephen Crowder. Producing with me in studio, as always, is Not Gay Jared. Go to lotterwithcrowder.com. Follow him at Not Gay Jared. He is not gay. I fulfill my legal obligations. Draw your own conclusions. I'm assuming that we're good. I don't need to afford you that luxury today. <laughs> Since you've screwed up so badly. Big guests today. For those who don't know, we have actually, I'm under the impression, is exclusive interview, the first interview with Kurt Schilling of ESPN after mm-hmm. the debacle of him posting, posted an image of uh, Tranny with this whole North Carolina yep. situation, was fired from this ESPN. This is round two for him, by the way. This is round two of the meme like oh, backlash. Really? They had something this last year with an Islam meme. But he wasn't fired. Wasn't fired, I don't think. But, I mean, this is like, so this is round, round those. This he's is probably two. getting too He's a to repeat it. offender. Yeah, he is a repeat. So he's going to be on here in the third hour. He's going to phone in. And uh, uh, I, I had no idea that he was following me. I guess a, a fan of the show. We're incredibly grateful. We have an exclusive on that. We have Gavin McInnes, always fun. We'll be playing newest gender pronoun. And we have Dave Rubin. Lovely uh, comedian, host, uh, more left, and uh, always fun to have him on. So, great guests lined up today. And a big show. A lot going on this week. Big show. A lot going on. Did you, uh, did you, did you hear that Prince died? I know you just got in. You are an absolute moron. Some, it is mind-numbing. No, no, I mean, Do I know that Prince died? Yes. Like, the That's singer. a horrible way to introduce it. The singer. On air. Yes. It's been trending everywhere. Num- I don't. How could I not know? I don't. I just. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. 
Thank you. But seriously, I mean, I figured since you were traveling, you may not have. Well, I was traveling. The, I was doing Twitter a show trends, in Bucknell. People talking about it. At no point it. in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I just wondered if you knew about it. It's an interesting topic. People are talking about it. Yeah. There's also an election going on. I don't know if you, you wanted to notify our audience of that, too. Yes. Sex yes. can result in pregnancy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You just cued me up with it perfectly. and then we'll... I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Prince did pass away. He, he did. We are I, aware of this. I, I was aware of know. this. I, you know, listen, I didn't listen to Prince a whole lot. Uh, you I know. think of Batman. Vicky Vale, Vicky right. Vale. Yeah, that's true. That's what I think of. Yeah, well, that's because you're you're um, you're a horrible human being, and you don't actually recognize his true accomplishments. The guy was a, a wildly talented musician. Prince. And he taught himself like how many instruments? Yeah, and you know it was, it was overshadowed by the gimmick. That's one of those things that happens with a lot of these people, and you see it you see it with in any form of media. You see it with comedians. You see it with musicians. They're brilliant, kind of like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was a great jazz musician. If you actually look and see, and she had to go weird to make it. Well, you know, ugly chicks have to go fishing with dynamite, and so if people aren't showing up for your jazz recital, you uh-huh. toss on a meat suit and expose your nipples and call it a day. Um, not that, not, my point is, there are, she's talented, Prince was incredibly talented, and I feel like Prince is one of those artists a lot of people want to say they like Prince, but didn't really listen to him, and yeah. I, I'm just honest, I had heard a couple of, you know, a couple of his main songs, um, so I don't want to pretend like I'm a fan. A lot of people do that, like when someone says, oh, I can't believe it, oh, China, the wrestler died, isn't this, and it's like, well, it's, it's sad if someone dies, but I, I'm not going to, I wasn't a fan. I, I didn't I will, follow the WWE Divas. I won't lie, there was a part of me that thought Prince was dead already. There, I said it. My outside thoughts, That's, inside thoughts are now out. Well, you should keep them as inside thoughts. Speaking of innies, so. inside, outside, uh, Donald Trump this week, we'll go right into this because we'll no doubt have to get into this with guests. Um, we've talked about this. We did the, the transgender bill, Schoolhouse Rock parody on there. For those who don't know, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Brian Adams, all these people are boycotting North Carolina over the trans LGBTQAAIP bathroom laws. Basically, the bathroom laws for those who haven't been following it. If you've been living under a rock, uh, it's another. It's why Kurt Schilling was fired. So. Uh, conservatives were obviously uh, opposed. Not only conservatives, moderate leftists were saying this is getting a little absurd. Okay, if businesses want people who have penises to use the men's room, they should have. Th- this is not a- an entirely right issue. This isn't right versus left. Most people agree with that, um, and that's why there was this outrage that Kurt Schilling was fired. But now there's Donald Trump today. So let's talk about this. Let's roll you have the clip. Yep. Let's roll the clip of Donald Trump. An issue here. Mr. Trump, please be specific. Tell us your views on LGBT, how you plan to be inclusive as president. Speak about North Carolina bathroom law in particular. Oh, I had a feeling that question was going to come up. I will tell you. Well, look, North Carolina did something was very strong. And they're paying a big price. And there's a lot of problems. And I heard one of the best answers I heard was from a commentator yesterday saying, Leave it the way it is right now. There have been not very okay. few problems. He's just displayed the no idea. North Carolina, what they're going through with all of the business As that's leaving and work. all of the strife, and, and that's on both sides. You leave it the way it is. There have been very few complaints the way it is. People <laughs> go, they use the bathroom that they feel is appropriate. There has been so little trouble. 
And the problem with what happened in North Carolina is the strife and the, the economic... Okay. Anyway, he I goes mean, on, he repeats himself, we, can just, we don't have to watch the whole thing, and he goes on to say that transgender people should be able to use whatever bathroom they want. Um, okay, so for those, this is, this is important, right? You can't... Again, if you just say, I don't care about any of it, I want Donald Trump, <laughs> sorry, let's just lay into this here. You cannot on... What, we're, we're Thursday... Yeah, you cannot Thursday. on Wednesday night... Be outraged, and it's the number one trend, and I, I watched all of these Trump people. You cannot be outraged that Kurt Schilling was fired for clearly speaking out against the transgender law. Even people like uh, like James Woods and celebrities, you cannot be outraged and point out how silly it is and then justify these remarks into the mental gymnastics the next day to say, well, no, it's okay for Trump to say that. First off, some people are trying to say here, well, you know why? Let me tell you why. If you believe he's politically incorrect, he's going to stay. This is the most spineless, politically correct statist answer you could possibly give. Not only has he displayed that he has no understanding of how state laws work or why this law was created in the first place. He's not an intelligent man. He doesn't know. Listen, he doesn't know. He doesn't. There, there's the combination of him not being very bright in understanding how government works, and he's now going to turn, go back to the previous episodes, like I said, in a general <laughs> election, he's going to be far more gentle on Hillary Clinton than he's been on Republicans. Watch. If he makes it through. He probably won't make it through if he goes to a second ballot, but... Let's assume that he does. Let's assume that he gets the, the, the delegates. Um, this is the PC appeasing the left answer. Expect this in a general. So there's that. There's a politically correct. We know he's not willing to be politically incorrect when it's hard. This is an issue. He's caved. Okay? You can't leave the laws the way they are. This gets into why is he in authoritarian status? The reason North Carolina had to create this law was because of a city ordinance in Charlotte. By the way, Donald Trump, I'm sure, knows this. If you're a landlord in New York City, you can be fined for using the proper gender pronouns. Remember we covered that? Yep, yep. If you own a building in New York City, you're like, ah, oh, oh, dick's in the bathroom, and, you know, you go in the ladies' room. If you do that, you can be fined. And what does that really mean? You can lose your business. You can be sued. This happens in New York City. Another reason why New York values suck. Oh, but I'm from New York. Yeah, your values suck. If the values of a city involve fining somebody for recognizing biology, the values of that city suck. So that's what happened. We know that's happened in New York. That's what happened with Charlotte, basically forcing, uh, you know, forcing these places, businesses to saying, no, you have to let people use whatever bathroom they feel like. So the state came in and said, no, use the bathroom that you were born with. Let's simplify the confusion. And people can talk about religious protection. They, again, we've talked about this last week. They try and lie and say that it discriminates against gay people. It has nothing to do with gay people. It has to do specifically with businesses, churches, organizations having the right to say, listen, you've got a John Thomas. Don't go in the girls' room. And it was necessary because of Charlotte. The law was created in response to encroaching government power. Okay, that's why. So you can't leave it the way it is. You don't know what you're talking about. And, of course, you don't know what you're talking about. And you're trying to use it to appease a politically correct left. If you were protesting Kurt Schilling being fired on ESPN on Wednesday and then doing mental loop-de-loops to justify Trump's remarks the next day, come on. Just say you don't care. I have no problem with people who don't care. But if when I see, you can see the timelines, right? Oh, this mm -hmm. is ridiculous. Men shouldn't be in the girls' restroom. This is ridiculous. I support North Carolina. I'm going to boycott Bruce Springsteen. Then this Trump thing comes up. Well, you know what? Maybe it doesn't matter anyway. Let's talk about the economy. <laughs> My only request is that you be it's, consistent. Uh, I, I match your cop-out with another cop-out. <laughs> <laughs> I see your cop-out. I raise you another. Now, here, play devil's advocate. We got like a two minutes. What do you think? And maybe you're not prepared for this. Uh, Tennessee, I believe it is. The governor, Republican pressuring businesses with tax hikes if they don't support the law. 
there's one for you. I mean, if they don't support the same kind of bill that is being passed in North Carolina, the same H-1B, how do you, whatever it's called. How do you pressure them? I don't know. Just pressure them with tax hikes if they don't get so in you suit. So you say, okay. Or honor the bill. I'm not sure exactly In other words, you say, hey, I don't know, um, Queer Burger, you're going to let people use whatever restrooms they want. We're going to tax you more? No, no, no. He's for the bill. He wants the transgender bill so that, like, North Carolina has passed. Right. So, so he, he wants it to be bathroom it. on your biological yes. gender. But my point is, so let's say a private business like, I don't know, Queer Burger or whatever it is, Gay Burger, says, hey, we want to let anyone use whatever bathroom. This mm-hmm. governor wants to tax that business more? I think so. I think that's that's the gist I got. Well, if it's a gist you got, I would need to read up on it more. Um, my initial reaction would be disagree. And if I haven't read up on that, I've been on the road performing. So if this just happened recently, but I would have to read up on it. Um, my issue would be if it's businesses lobbying against it, trying to force other businesses to recognize yeah. any kind of a bathroom. But you know, this isn't just businesses; it also goes to public buildings. You know, that's what you have in these other states too. So in public buildings, um, I do think it should be left to businesses. I think that I, just like I think bed and breakfast should have the right to say, I don't want to marry two guys named Ted. Go to another one. Or they don't have to bake a cake with two wieners on it. So, yeah, I would at first glance be against that law. Oh, we have to go. Well, we'll come back and, and fight about this more. And now for Sean King Claims Things. Well, all right, Mr. King. I'm so glad that we have that saga behind us and we can just move forward on a purely professional basis. Um, yes. Me too, as well. Great. Now, uh, of course, you're aware that um, there have been accusations that you've plagiarized this recent article of yours. Is this, in fact, just shoot me straight, is this your article? Yes. That is my article. Okay, so I just want to be clear, for the record, you are in fact claiming that this is an original piece of content from you. Yes, that is correct. Okay, so people claiming that it came from this other publication, uh, there's no basis in it. I wrote that as well. I'm sorry, what do you mean? From the other publication. You just said it was original, that it wasn't in another publication. Yes, but I did it. Let me ask you something. Did you make this computer? Yes. I did, in fact, make that personal computer. Uh, Mr. King, are you just claiming things? Mm, yes. What about these pants I'm wearing? Did you make these pants? Yes. You sewed them, stitched them? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Manufactured them? Yes. And distributed them? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you carry it to the store and uh, place a sales tag on it? Yes. What about the liquidation stickers? Did you put those in the pants? Yes, that is my sticker. These glasses, did you make these glasses? Yes. You are claiming that these glasses, right here on my head, you made them? Yes, I am claiming those glasses. Your complete and utter lack of regard for the truth is is nothing short of remarkable. I've been told that before. That's been this week's installment of Sean King Claims Things.
All right, glad we were dancing in the studio. I was pushing my cleavage together because you know what? I'm going this to be This Thursday is practically the weekend. I'm going to be That's why. And don't say what day it is. We have some of our wonderful affiliates who run it not necessarily on Thursday. Well, people can be listening WZS to this a month Hampshire, from WHC, now. Northern Florida, Patriot Voices, Northern Michigan, uh, KLID, Missouri, Wham, Cone, Alaska, WKMQ, Missouri. A few more that I'm missing. You didn't memorize those. You're reading those. I am reading those. Those are right in front of me. I'm a cholesterol numbers right <laughs> below them <laughs> on my notes for today. I don't know why those are there. Uh, How was it, by the way? Is it good? Fantastic. That's great. My 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 uh, my cholesterol numbers are fantastic, and they got way better when I started eating more meat and fat. I got to break it to you. I wasn't actually interested. In oh, okay. Well, that's reasonable, not gay, Jared. That's absolutely reasonable. We have a few stories. You know, I was let me let me start with this here. We have Ruben coming up after the break, Dave Ruben. I was uh, performing at, at Bucknell University, and uh, you know, I'm great. It was one of those things. The date got mixed, the venue got mixed, so it was, it was a middle of the road show. But uh, Tom over there, who hosted it, he 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 uh, produces Milo's podcast. Great guy, nice guy. Um, we did this this show. Sort of started out as stand up, and, and then I blew out my knee doing my penguin impression. <laughs> And I just happens with most of us. I just forgot my whole set list because it was just blinding pain. But we did a Q and A with the audience, and a few things that were remarkable with the audience. For those listening, people who listen to this tend to be relatively educated. They tend to be in the know. They're pretty engaged. If you're listening to this show, typically you know more than the average citizen regarding politics. There was there were some protesters. There were some people who showed up. Some leftists who were there to not laugh. So when we started talking, uh, having a discussion, asking questions. The first question I always ask is, what is the fundamental role of government? And, and no leftist has ever answered this at a program. And, of course, the conservatives answer it. It's to protect the inalienable rights of the people. And then the leftists, will go, leftists would say, well, which rights? Well, isn't it great that we have the Constitution as a blueprint? This one guy who was a Bernie Sanders supporter was saying, isn't the government's job to represent the most amount of people? I said, no. He said, uh, I really want them to redistribute wealth, and I think that's because it needs to be what's better for people. I said, no, you need to substantiate that. He wasn't able to. And I asked him, well, okay, you want to, what do you believe? He said, fairness. I said, what about something like a, like a flat tax? He said, well, no, that's not fair. This is true, by the way. And you can ask Tom over there at Young Americas for Liberty. You, you could feel the wave over the room of conservatives realizing that the leftists who are professional protesters who tried to ban Milo from campus, who weren't happy that I was showing up on campus, they had no idea what conservatives were thinking. This really happened in real time, and I think it's important for you to hear this. He said, no, because that would hurt the poor more. Because they end up paying and the rich don't pay anything. I said, it seems to me you have a problem with the general uh, concept of percentages. He said, what do you mean? He said, if I make $100,000 and I pay $20,000, and then I make a million dollars and I pay $200,000, how is that not fair? He said, oh, uh, oh, that's a flat tax? I said, yeah, what did you think it was? I thought it was like a flat fee that everyone paid. I said, okay, so what I just described to you, is that fair? Well, it's more fair than I thought. And I said, yeah, but you already voted. You absolute butthole. At this point, he had already voted for Bernie Sanders. So, and he was like, well, no, it's our duty to vote. I said, it's not, no, it's not a virtue for you to go out and vote. You don't even know what a, what a, what a flat tax is. You have no idea what this is. You're welcome. He never what? stopped to think about how those numbers no. didn't work. No, he never stopped. I so thought, thought, think that, oh, there's no way a, a poor person could pay, say, $20,000 It never occurred to him. And, and no, none, no one corrected him from the left. There was a whole group of people more leftists. Not a single one knew. They probably didn't know either. No, they didn't know. The only people who spoke up were the cons Republicans, conservatives, saying, no, that's <laughs> not a flat tax. And then he was willing to reconsider it. Same thing, we had women who were talking about feminism on campus and they believed in safe spaces. They could not name one single right afforded to men that weren't afforded 
to women in 2016. And we ended up having a dialogue. And afterward, they came up and they thanked me. And they said, hey, you know, we appreciate you at least letting us, you know, speak. A lot of conservative speakers come here with, with cue cards. They don't actually answer any questions. So, and actually, that's something a lot of people do. Al Franken does that, where he goes with cue cards from the audience. I used to know a stand-up comedian who would do that. He'd be like, hey, I'm going to do some improv comedy. And the cue card was always like Keanu Reeves making a pizza. And he was doing it. And no way! Making a pizza like Keanu Reeves. And everyone who's seen his act would be like, okay, improv, we get it. So we actually had a dialogue with these kids. And you will, you will be sometimes astounded as to the, the very – doesn't mean they're stupid – but the very basic ideas uh, of which they've never really thought. And afterwards, something that struck me. This is why we do this program. And we have very smart people on this program. You know, Ruben's a smart guy. We've had Gat Set on. We have, we have uh, molecular biologists. How many degrees does Gerald have these days? I don't, I don't know how track. many he has. I've lost track. Um, we've had psychiatrists who lecture across the country. And then we also play Spot the Tranny. We have all kinds of silly stuff as well. But if it seems like something like this, if you think it's, well, why is that reductive? When you have a significant portion of kids in college who are getting master's degrees who don't know what a flat tax is, it's important. These kids couldn't name the three branches of government. That's why Schoolhouse Rock, I'm such a big advocate. You can learn the preamble of the Constitution, the three roles, three branches of government, what their role is, how a bill becomes a law, and your conjunctions, and you can learn it in the span of an afternoon. Kids aren't getting a basic education on college campus. Afterward, this girl came up who was all about, you know, police brutality and feminism and safe spaces. She said, well, thank you for, for at least listening. She said, you know, I've never heard your opi the opinions you, you, you espoused before, so I wasn't ready for it. I said, I said, thank you. I said, I appreciate that. But l l let me bring something up to you. I said, every single conservative here in this audience has heard all of your opinions. Every opinion you express tonight, they've heard it before. I didn't even really have to answer these questions. I just happened to have the microphone. I said, you know why? Because it's the same opinion of all your professors, and they've had to defend it. Their entire life, they've heard nothing but your opinions. Everything you've expressed, they've heard multiple times and have been able to substantiate why they disagree with it. You have not even heard one opinion that I expressed tonight. I said, so if you want to talk about diversity, who do you think is surrounding themselves with a more intellectually diverse group? She said, you know what? That's, she said, that's true. I really should educate myself. I, I should learn more. She had never heard anybody say the wage gap is a myth. Just didn't believe me. This girl, Tom, who's listening there from Bucknell, people were astounded when I talked about statistics, brought up police brutality. I said, well, if we talk about you know, police shootings with, with young black children, actually, you're more likely to be shot as a young white person. Well, I don't believe you. I said, okay, let's give you as much leeway as possible and me as little as possible. That's how we try and frame these debates. Let's say that's not true. I said, could we at least acknowledge that statistically black Americans commit more crimes, that it would probably correlate the arrests or cops shooting them would correlate, if, if not in an, an inverse correlation compared to white people with their violent crime rate? And she said, well, I don't know where those statistics should. I don't really know what statistics are anyway. What are they really? You can, they can just say anything. I said, no, statistics are a, they're a numerical equation that is, that is verifiable, that you can observe, that is used to, to um, estimate correlation and causation. It's not an opinion. It's not a feeling. It's not a safe space. That's what statistics are. Well, I don't agree. I disagree. Actually, I disagree. This is what's happening on college campuses. And sometimes we start off... We'll get into a lot today, but it can get nerdy. You need to realize some people don't even have a basic understanding of government or know what a flat tax is. Dave Rubin, after the break. He's one of the smart ones. Stay tuned. This week in Not Gay Jared's Diet Habits. What are those, Cheez-Its? Yeah, did you want some? Are you dipping Cheez-Its in ranch? Yes. After you did the energy drink and Skittles earlier. Yeah. This is, uh, There's I mean, no way for your body to be able 
to function at anything Steve, close to about optimal. It. Don't worry about it. Naida uh, asparagus. Stay tuned for more of Not Gay Jared's Diet Habits. Steven Crowder here. Hey, Jared, what are you doing? Ah, I'm just having trouble getting through this book. Well, that's because you can't read. I know! You should have used Freedom Project Academy. Freedom what? Yeah, Freedom Project Academy. Just go to fpeusa.org. It's a fully accredited private online school, no common core, and absolutely no government funding whatsoever. All the classes are taught live online, kindergarten through high school, with real teachers based around the country. So through Freedom Project's classical curriculum, students master the basics like math, English, history, science, uh, alongside some more commonly neglected courses like logic. You're not getting that in a lot of schools. Economics, American studies, and Latin, all of which foster the long-lost art of critical thinking and create leaders for tomorrow. All classes are recorded to be viewed 24-7, and you can get your very own sneak peek of any class or professor at fpeusa.org. Open enrollment runs March through July, but classes always fill up fast. Now, do you have your GED equivalency, Jared? No, is that important? I think so. I mean, you might want to give them a call. That's Freedom Project Academy at fpeusa.org. All right, we are glad to bring on our first guest. I don't know if I'd use the word glad, but uh, you can see his <laughs> show. On, he's already laughing before we even bring him in. He doesn't understand the rules of broadcasting this hack. YouTube.com slash Ruben. Huh? Huh? Ruben Report. You can watch it all over iTunes or a TV. Dave Ruben, thanks for being on, sir. Crowder, I love this. You were just on my show. We're doing an old school cross promotion right now. This is This is very professional, man. Sponsored by the Colgate Hour. Um, which is funny. We're kind of going back to that. Have you noticed that? We went from like all, you know, ad breaks with a ton of ads and now it's going back to sponsored content. Like the full program has one or two main sponsors. It's everything old is new again. Everything old is new. You know, sponsored content, as long as they're not telling you what to say, it's pretty good because, you know, there's there's some products that I, I wouldn't mind having a nice uh, red wine bottle behind me and talking about how I'm drinking it. I don't have one behind me at the moment, but I think that would be pretty sweet. Well, one of our sponsors is SimplifiedWine.com, so you should do that. They just they ship wine to your door. You call, you're like, I like this Pinot, this is my budget, and then he curates it and sends it to you. What, what if I steal them from you right now? You could steal them. He doesn't really have any money. <laughs> so he pays me in swill, and it's Wait, all twist up. You're doing this for money? Yeah, I know. What you know, sell out. That's kind of that's kind of the conundrum. So, okay, we were just talking about this on your show. People yeah. talk about media and sort of being corporate, you know, corporate sellouts. Um, I've always been open on this channel. We have a very select few sponsors every now and then. We just make money on whatever the general ad revenue is. Um, but yeah, I want to pay not gay Jared and our employees well. Uh, I want to grow and increase influence. Uh, at what point do you think that crosses over into? When does it become a problem? Well, you know, look, it's different. It's different for everybody. And if you have integrity, which I think you do, and I think I do, it makes it trickier, right? Right. No integrity there. You're faking it pretty. I've, pretty. I decent. fake it pretty well. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. all a sham. I've got the Coke brother money in back. Yeah, you do a nice job with that. I'm still trying to get that uh, the big fracking money that you mentioned. Big on my fracking. Show. Yes. I want I want burn slant oil drilling money. Remember that from the Simpsons? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that slant drilling. It was pretty brilliant. That's what caused uh, the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode. Anyway. Um, wow, that's right. You know, I, I didn't realize you were such a, S a Simpsons trivia guy. Sorry. Oh, continue. Yeah. Oh, almost everything I know from comedy is from seasons like four to eight. Those those prime years oh. of the Simpsons. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, 
Well, actually, I watched The Simpsons this past Sunday, season 27. Mm. Uh, it was an episode like all about Apu and the Quickie Mart. And I laughed a couple times and I was like, all right, that's the best they can do now. But yeah. it's pleasant. Because you know what? Usually I'm watching TV and I'm like, oh, this is all horse garbage. Uh, so, you know, if I can laugh twice in a half hour. But don't, don't, uh, uh, this is actually out on FCC uh, radio. So don't, uh, don't make not gay Jared's job harder. Sorry, has sorry. To be. Nah, it's okay. No, you're right. You know, I have a good friend actually who does a lot of voices in The Simpsons. And uh, she's a, she's a conservative and she talked about how hostile it is there just when they're in there recording, how nobody else is in the entertainment industry. And she has to keep it a secret. And you would know her right away. She's one of the prominent um, voice actresses on there. But uh, yeah, it was a great show. They tried to be Family Guy for a while. Remember? Because they were losing steam and Family Guy came in and you could sort of see it seeping into the influence. And you're like, it, it doesn't work. Don't try and be Family Guy. Be Simpsons. Kind of like. You know, Dave, Dave, be Dave Rubin. Don't be, um, I don't know who else. I don't know. You're Dave Rubin. I don't know. Don't, don't, yeah, don't be, uh, don't be Larry King, you know, because now you're working with him. Insert other generic gay guy. <laughs> not, or not, <laughs> or not gay guy. So. Yeah, or not gay. I'm not very good at the gay thing. I'm good from like 10 p.m. to like 1, 1 a.m. Those Lord. are my like well, main gay hours. Anyway, my, let's. My fans claim question? I'm you the best. I don't want to brag, you had but... You a question. At what point there. does it become a problem? You know, people talk about mainstream media and corporate media, right? But everyone has to make a living. So at what point is it genuinely a problem or someone's not being honest? Yeah, well, look, I, I have a great situation here with Aura because as I told you a couple minutes ago on my show, uh, they let me do whatever I want. And I'm obviously salaried by them. Uh, but their goal, they, they have never pulled me aside and say this, say that. I honestly, 100% honestly, I don't even know the executives that are in this building right now. I don't even know their political opinions on anything, truly. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing because it allows me to go about my own business in a way where I'm only beholden to my thoughts. That, that's pretty sweet. That is such a contrast when I was with traditional media. Oh my gosh, I was always getting into trouble. Constantly. Right, so, so that's, you know, look, that's why people don't trust mainstream media anymore. You know, right this very second, I do have uh, my turn in the right way. I've got an IFB in and, and that's just so I can hear you, but right. I don't have anyone in the control room barking orders at me or uh, I hope they're not going to, maybe they'll start right now. But you know what I mean? Because of that, we can just do this freely. This is the beauty of the internet. And that's why we have to make sure that as we've seen some of the, the screws tightening on the internet, you know, where we know shadow banning is going on on Twitter. And you've, you always tweet every now and again, you'll say subscribe to my show before they kick me off Twitter. Right. You know, and but we've we had worse I with Facebook. We're actually in a litigation right now with Facebook because they, it's not just they censored us. They did something wrong financially where they, wow. we can't get into all of it on air, but it is right now they are apologizing and trying to remedy it. And yeah, this kind of stuff happens a lot and a lot of people don't have the power to stand up to it. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it is generally anti conservative and that's because they see the conservatives as the radical free speech people and the hate speech and so you're sort of I guess an un, un, uh, unwilling brother in arms like I said you pulled into it. <laughs> that is, that's a good way to describe it I mean that that's sort of how I feel because we can we can disagree about as much political stuff as you want to get into um, but I absolutely more than anything else believe in free speech you right. can say absolutely whatever you want, short, short of direct call for violence, direct right. call for murder and, and harming someone, but short of that, you can say whatever you want and I will counter your speech with speech. I will not silence you. I will not stop 
you know, a couple of weeks ago, they had these people, these Trump people wanted to get to a rally in Arizona, and there were Bernie people that were literally blocking the highway. That's not, you know, we have a social contract that we should allow each other to speak and then beat their speech. You got a better idea, let's have a, be a battle of ideas. If you don't let people have the battle of ideas, then actually you just strengthen a lot of the other side. And I know you're not a big Trump guy, but a lot of the reason that the Trump stuff is working is because his people feel that they can't get their message out. Now, that may not be true at all. Right? No, but I understand. And, I agree with it. And then like so I, and I've defended that. You know, I've written about that multiple times and defended it like in Chicago in the Bernie rally. But like you said, you go, well, what is, you have to get to a point where what is not defensible is a direct call to action. And I'm going, OK, you're getting into territory where it's punch them in the face and I'll pay your legal fees. You know, then sure. all of a sudden, Shanks like, you can't yell fire at a crowded theater. I'm like, well, it's absurd. No one's arguing that. But then you have some people who are arguing you can offer to pay someone's legal fees if they punch someone in the face. We're getting into indefensible territory. And that's my issue with like, hey, it doesn't have to go this. You, you can still make a valid argument and, and not go full crazy. Well, this is where everyone, except for this little sliver, I think somewhere in the middle between classic liberals and libertarians, has gone completely bonkers. So, of course, you're right. Trump is inciting violence when he implies that if someone punches someone, he's going to pay for the legal fees and then someone get punched. Right. We, so we have a somewhat of right. a connection there. Right. Now, at the same time, the day of the of the Trump rally in Chicago, it wasn't the Trump people that were outside no. uh, attacking cops and burning things and breaking windows. Bernie right? Those, those were Bernie people. So both sides are at fault here. And look, I don't think Bernie himself is instigating people to violence, but there is something behind the social justice uh, movement that is allowing people to think that violence well, it's very simple. Is, is okay. It's very simple. And that's the problem. Yeah, and this is what I say, and you may disagree, um, but when you call someone a racist, when you call someone a sexist, and a homophobe, and a fascist, and a transphobe, you've now made them out to be worse than Nazis. Would any of us disagree that if a Nazi walked on in who wanted to actually kill Jews, that it would be acceptable to jail that person. Of course not. We all would have a problem with Nazis. But when you create, when you treat someone, when you make them out to be less than human, you make it acceptable to treat them in a way that's subhuman. And that's what you're seeing. And it started with Tea Party's racist, and now everything is sexist, homophobic, transphobic. They think if you have a, a, a penis that you should use the male's locker room, Bruce Springsteen and Pearl Jam think they need to protest the state because that's hate speech equivalent to lynch mobs. And Carter, that's I'm going to get for talking to a, oh, sorry, not that. I'm going to get stuff for uh, just talking to a straight white male. You're the worst. You're the worst of the worst. Yeah, I know. Well, you're, you're yeah, you're a white, you're a white male. Just, you know, he likes to party. Um, yeah, but you know what? Actually, even the gay thing right now, it's not gays enough. are being shifted out of the pecking order. You know, this pecking order that the left has with this stuff. Gay men, and especially gay white men, are really being pushed out of that. Now we're viewed as privileged, so they, they're, they're sort of done with us, too, which is which is obviously a problem. Well, could, because also gay white men tend to be very successful. I mean, you up, you tend to uh, fill that end of the, the bell curve with tend to be smarter, tend to be creative. Um, it's one of those things. Milo talked about it. You know, it's just people may not like hearing this. It's just a statistic. Gay men tend to be relatively smart for whatever reason, good looking and successful. Therefore, and then we you must hate those people because they're successful. Is that how it works? I think that's how it works on the left. I just don't I just don't like you because you're gay. So, you know, that started off that way. What what just happened? Why are you looking around? Oh, we froze there. For, oh, you froze. That's not. Are we I good? Froze. 
Oh, we're good. We can see you. You're fine. It must be. Oh. Tell Or to spring for high speed there, Dave Rubin. <laughs> um, and it happened right at the time when I said, I don't like you because you're gay, punchline. And he's looking around like and people are. People are going to go, oh, no, he really offended him. How, and how do I run? run I knew place. you couldn't be talking about me. That's why. So right. I'm looking at my people going, you can't be talking about me. I was talking to the gay <laughs> intern. No, but that's that's my point, right? Is they just they, So for us, it's been so much further uh, behind you on the trail where we've been condemned. And now you're experiencing it. Well, let me ask you this. Where do you feel when they just toss it all in? You know, like a good example, North Carolina, right? They go, the anti-LGBTQ laws. First off, I think anyone who uses LGBTQ seriously should be roasted with their own Thanksgiving turkey <laughs> with a steak of holly driven through their heart. Uh, Joe I think McHale, there's an I in there now. There's an I. So it's LGBTQAAIP. But LGBTQ is widely accepted. Even Joel McHale went up, and I remember his stand-up was he just started, he's like, what the F, North Carolina? What the F? I want to give all my money to the LGBTQ community without a sense of this is kind of ridiculous. How do you feel being the G? This is entirely, by the way bathroom situation it has yeah. nothing to do with gay people at all um how do you feel with that where they just lump you in with that same moniker well i'm glad you made that distinction first because i've said this many times that being being a gay male or being a, a lesbian or something else you know we've put all these letters together but but the truth is that i don't know intrinsically more about the trans experience than you do now it's an it's an other right in in terms of sexuality, I suppose. So that, that's why these people are grouped together. And I, and I know some trans people and I have uh, some good trans friends, but I, but I don't, I'm not inherently by being gay, right. that doesn't make me know anything more about their experience. Right. Uh, but, but this, without getting into the minutia of this specific law, because we know these things come and then you know, two months later they're, they're forgotten about. Um, but it is so directly linked to what you said before about the, the everyone's racist, homophobe, sexist, every other thing. Right. Um, and that's why I'm really proud, if I've done anything since we started this show in September, that I've really helped uh, normalize and get to, to the mainstream this regressive left phrase because these people they are pretending to be progressives they are pretending to be for progress and yet what they are for really is regression mm -hmm. they are for viewing us all only by the color of our skin or by our sexuality or ironically by our religion even though progressives are the supposedly the most against religion there right. is right uh, and i say this as an atheist so right. Um, so there's a lot there, and that's why I want people to. I know you've been fighting the good fight on on your side for the right, and I know you want the the Republican Party and the right to get back to some decent ideals and have that battle of ideas. And that's why I'm doing it on the left. Can we that's have you for one more shorter segment? Can we do sure. that? Are you in the yeah, studio? We do okay. One more. All right. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Ruben Report. You can watch them everywhere. We're going to talk more about LGBTQAAIP and a silent number two. Louder with Crowder. Stay tuned. And now for Sean King Makes Excuses. Sponsored by Twitter and Jack Dorsey. Mr. King, there have been several allegations... Uh, not the least of which is that you are, in fact, not black. Uh, also, that you have plagiarized your recent content. Also, that you have lied about the transferring of funds as they relate to Black Lives Matter and uh, other racially 
motivated nonprofits. Yes, but you don't understand something. What's that? My mom was a whore, y'all. Calling your mom a whore doesn't sound like a very black thing to do. I mean, she was a real filthy whore. I don't think we're buying it. Man, I'm telling you, that bitch was a whore. Getting blacker. It's not my fault that my mom slept with a man who was white, black. She slept with so many people I don't remember. You're really not very good at this. That's been this week's installment of Sean King Makes Excuses. You're a strange animal, that's what I know But you're a strange animal, I got to follow Alright, he is a busy man, so we have to let him go. We can't take him uh, for too long. YouTube.com slash Rubin Report. Dave Rubin, thank you for being here. We were talking about this before the break. Yeah, you know, I've been fighting this fight for a long time on YouTube, really going back to 2009, 2006, if you count some semi-political videos. And um, it wasn't very popular back then. There were no Dave Rubens. You know, everyone <laughs> was a militant leftist atheist because they were in the environment. They hated George Bush. And so everyone who was conservative was racist. And, uh, and so I think my reputation precedes me because a lot of those people have sort of transitioned, but still begrudging like, no, but I still hate that Crowder guy, whereas nothing I'm saying is any different. Um, so I think you, you, you know, I, you drafted back in there behind the flying V, but I'm, I'm glad to help you out and I'm glad you're in the fold. Um, I'm glad that I can provide you with a little self-affirmation. Yes. Well, you people, you didn't exist. It, you did not exist. Um, or at least maybe you were under certain, uh, I don't know, certain contracts or authority where maybe you couldn't. Yeah. But people out no, there no, just didn't I, believe existed. I will be 100% honest with you, as I would be with you all the time. I didn't have my awakening yet. I mean, it really cracked in the last two years. Uh, so I was what I would now consider to be far left. And I, my intentions were always good. And that's why uh, the phrase, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I think a lot of these people have good intentions. You know, sometimes you'll, you'll throw out, you'll say, well, these leftists. And there's this implication that they're all like, you know, just profoundly and intentionally evil. Yes. Some of them are. Some of them are evil. I'll give you that much. But, but a lot of them do think that this social justice warrior stuff, that all of this stuff really is the right road to take. And that's why, that's why I've tried to make my show about ideas because I don't, I don't wanna demonize them to the point where I can't talk to them. I've been trying to show people that there is a little bit of a wider net here and that's why it's working. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Um, I, you know, I separated into, and I was writing a book about this a while back. Maybe I'll finish it, but all the conservative publishers were like, nah, we don't really do comedy, and it's not doomsday enough. They said everything has to be an Obama doomsday book right now or it doesn't sell. <laughs> this is in, like, the wake of Obama blueprint and, I think, killing whatever was – there's so many killing books. Um, but it separates – How many killings have, have, has O'Reilly done already? Well, eventually I think it'll lead to killing O'Reilly, and then it'll <laughs> spare us all. I That's think, a big one. I think um, what happened is – there are two kinds of there are what I call modern leftists, or you call them the regressive left, and then just the American idiots. Because Green Day is American idiot, right? They went to the UK to record their anti-American song, and people pump their fists. Yeah, America sucks. And I remember seeing them in live in Canada and bright eyes, and they would just come there and say, "I'm moving to Canada," right? And it was an easy applause break. It was like as a comedian, right? You're in, "Hey, hello, Lancaster." And, ah! <laughs> so they would always come and bash Bush. Um, and there are those people who lie, the James Camerons, the uh, the people out there, and in, in heads of media, uh, the Sean Pens, who are dishonest, who are so vested in the agenda they can't get off of it. And then I think there are a lot of people, like you said, who just buy it. There aren't bad intentions, but they believe it. And it's important to delineate between the two. But I think there are far more more people 
who are malicious and dishonest than I wanted to believe for a long time. When you have Barack Obama going up and talking about the pay gap that we know is false, we know anyone with a, just a basic uh, intern who can do statistics knows it's untrue. That's a president who's being dishonest to forward an agenda. And, and that's, I would say, my awakening where I always said I don't want to attribute to collusion what can be attributed to incompetence. I think there's a lot more collusion than I once believed. Well, you know, it's funny to me because if you think about the, the Bernie campaign, right, you know, he relentlessly talks, obviously, money in politics is the number one thing. There's no question. And I, you know, I think people on both sides of the aisle do think that money in politics is a huge problem. But, you know, he also talks about totally all for war. Citizens United. But you can continue. You are for Citizens United. Absolutely. Do you know why oh, it started? Do oh, we don't have any idea we're why? Gonna, we're gonna go people have no idea why. Do you know why Citizens United exists? Because they wanted to ban an anti-Hillary Clinton documentary. That's the, that's the court case. They were saying, no, you can't release this before an election, and it was going to be banned. They were going to say, nope, you can't fund this. This can't go out. And so these filmmakers fought it so they would have the right to make an anti-Hillary Clinton documentary. That's the basis for it. And so they said, no, corporations have the same rights as people. They recognize them as personhood, so these filmmakers could make an anti-Hillary documentary. People need to read up on the history of citizens. There needs to be corrections because of that case, but it's not overturning the right of businesses to have a say in politics. All right, so be that as it may, and as I said, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Right. They had some good intentions with the law then, I'll give you that. Um, but that doesn't mean that the, the, the money in politics in, isn't a problem. But anyway, sure. the, po the point is that when, when Bernie says this stuff, money in politics, and he talks about all America's wars, and he talks about health care, what he's really saying is that Barack Obama has been a horrible president. Right. Right? Because, Bar look, you can blame, we can all, again, spend the endless amount of time blaming George Bush for Iraq, and nobody's defending the Iraq war anymore. And guess what? Saddam Hussein was a pretty horrible guy doing some horrible stuff, and we didn't have YouTube as accessibly back then to see all the right. awful things he was doing and p throwing gays off roofs and, you know, the horrible torture chambers and, ter and gassing the Kurds and all kinds of terrible stuff. But he loved but Raisin Bran Crunch, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the point is that that if, as Bernie is running on, saying all the American wars and our healthcare system so screwed up and the money in politics, well, it's been a pretty left guy in the Oval Office for the last seven years. So Obama hasn't, I guess what Bernie's saying is, well, Obama hasn't done anything about our wars. There's still plenty of drone strikes, right? I think I just read this morning that we're sending 200 troops on the ground back to Iraq or something. Um, you know, obviously our health care, Obamacare, didn't work out as well as Obama would have liked because then Bernie wouldn't be talking about it. Right. So there's an interesting condemnation of the left by Bernie that I don't think people have quite woken up to. I think you're right. And I was just, when I wrote about it, I was saying, well, who do you have to blame? Obama had, for the first several years, he could do whatever he wanted, and he did. And the same reason people are upset with Republicans is they haven't stopped any of it. What Obama's wanted, he's gotten done. And they just want more done. They just want more control. They want a public option. They want to keep moving further. And that's why I say, if people want to talk about extremes, I, don't, I think I am far less extreme than certainly Bernie or Barack Obama. I don't think it's far more extreme to say, okay, hold on, this health care plan didn't work. Let's allow people to opt out. Let's allow uh, private organizations you know, exemptions. Let's allow insurance across state lines. Tort reform. One is a much more extreme position, and I think that's where people like you have had uh, an awakening. Um, and and I've, I've awakened, listen, like we talked about, it's the, the clickbait, the issues right now, there's some dishonesty in the media on the right. And I think we both have a problem with that. And uh, there aren't many people out there doing what you're doing. So, you know, even though you're, uh, you're off it's in lonely, Cabo. It's lonely, man. Well, it's, it's not lonely when you're off in Cabo with all your, uh, I don't know what you guys do. I'm, I'm assuming it's like a Folsom Street Fair on the beach. But 
You two I'm married. We my literally house. laid on the beach. My phone was locked in a safe for nine days. I don't buy it for a second. I don't buy it for a second. I don't it's buy it for true. a second. You people are scandalous. And uh, and uh, I won't I won't have it on my program here. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Dave Rubin. Thank you so much, brother. And uh, stay tuned for more Louder with Crowder. About to catch the news just in the nick of time with Nick Nolte. Last week was hard. Tax damn. Son of a bitch to try and bend you over and take your blood, sweat, and tears. Forty-five percent of Americans don't pay tax. Forty-five percent of Americans don't pay taxes, and the rest of that was news in the nick of time with Nick Nolte. Hey, if you're listening to or watching this podcast, there's a strong chance that you are not yet following me on Twitter at S Crowder, where I'm tweeting all day long. I'm ticking off the social justice warriors. You should see the amount of hate I get on there. Far, far, far worse than any fat Sports Illustrated model or Black Lives Matter charlatan. So listen, it's free, you get to be entertained, and you can chime in. Also, if you're following me on Twitter, you can send me your tweets, and maybe you'll be lucky enough, and I mean lucky enough, because I have a lot of followers, okay, that they call me the follower machine, to have your tweet to me, or not gay Jared, included in our rockinest tweet of the week. So follow me on Twitter, at S. Crowder. If not... I don't want to say I have sights on your mother, but... Oh, she's dead? You're just saying that because I made a mom joke. No, she's really dead? Well, you kind of walked into it. Glad to be back. Did you not have the mic on again? We're in the second hour. Mine was not on then, not but yours Jared. was on. Producing with me in studio as always. By the way, people watching the live video stream, people who comment, they're always offbeat. It's because there's a delay in the live video stream. So we're actually dancing to the real song, and they're getting a couple seconds. And there you go, delay. lying to them again about your rhythm skills. You're, you're, you just, you don't well, got I don't it. have rhythm. I don't, don't, I, don't, got I, don't it. I don't deny that I have no rhythm, but uh, uh, speaking of rhythm, getting back to the rhythm of the show, we have Gavin McInnes. Yes. At the, the, the half hour, the mm-hmm. bottom of the hour. Mm-hmm. And then we have an exclusive with Kurt Schilling. Yes. Got canned from ESPN. I don't think he minds us using that terminology. So a lot has been going on this week. By the way, tweet me at S. Crowder. What do you think? I, I want to know, really, from people who are Trump supporters. We have people who, who follow this program. Uh, it's no secret that I'm not a big fan. Where do you line up with the guy's uh, comments on the trans bathroom laws? And where did you line up with Kurt Schilling? Do you feel that your position is consistent? Uh, I would like I would like to hear that. So a couple of things we're going to talk about. 
Have you heard about this Whole Foods controversy? I did. I saw the uh, the pictures going up, and I didn't really know what it was about, so I did some reading, and it's pretty hilarious, actually. <laughs> it, it is pretty funny. We have it up on my screen here. Uh, for those who, who didn't read it at the site, you can read it up at louderwithcrowder.com. So it started out this horrible controversy. Gay guy asks to have a wedding cake made that says, Love Wins. So there we go. We can see it right there. And then he tweeted out, I can't believe Whole Foods, and it says, Love Wins, fag, on the cake, saying the baker did a love wins calling him the f word the uh, the f word that we're not allowed the, the three cigarette. letter the three letter yeah f-word. he was referring to him as a cigarette um i find it so funny i have to say f word i bet you some stations are gonna we're, we're not gonna bleep that it was on the cake it said love wins fag so right away this didn't pass the sniff test because i'm okay i'm going okay this just seems like an incredible liability <laughs> it's not really clever why would someone do this from Whole Foods, the the hipster bastion of right, the hipster groceries. bastion of, except for funny enough, ex- the guy's actually a libertarian when it comes to the Affordable Care Act. Well, it's from was Texas. Talking? Did you know Whole Foods is Texas? Based, I've been to the the home, the first Whole Foods there in Austin. Yeah, uh, right near where Lance Armstrong had his um had his bike and or testicle steroids shop, and it is uh it's very nice. It's very nice Whole Foods. I don't like Whole Foods. My wife loves Whole Foods. I think it's overpriced, and you can go to the local farmers market. Anyway. That's not the point. Right away, it didn't pass the smell test. But at this point, it had already been trending, hashtag, right, social justice warriors all over the place. Oh, how dare you put this on a cake? Well, then we have security camera footage of this gay man with the Love Wins cake. What are you doing? Not gay Jerry's like fidgeting around his chair. <laughs> My chair stall messed up and caught on the carpet. We're good oh, now. Oh, got caught on the carpet. Yeah, we're good. So we now have the security footage which I, which I have here up at the website where he takes his cake looks at the cake and walks out with that incident so right away you're going well i you know if, if i'm gay and i have the word fag written across my cake i don't go hey i want to love wins oh you wrote love wins fag yeah, well should, that's one way to do it just okay. go back up to the picture go back to, it's like right dead center too there's no missing it if you're walking out with it accidentally. There it is. Yeah, there's the yeah. picture right up yeah. on the screen. Yeah. There's no missing this. <laughs> and if you're gay, you don't see a cake that says love wins fag. You're like, ho, oh, that's one for you. Bye. You know, you're upset. Yeah. Well, the security camera footage, the camera footage at Whole Foods of this purchase <laughs> taking place reveals nothing of the sort. <clears throat> so not only did Whole Foods, then Whole Foods came out and said, this, this didn't happen. This is not true. A, a hoax debunked faster than, than uh, Balloon Boy or Clock Boy. Yes. Or the kid, remember the kid who put a, a clock in a suitcase and he was like, I'm a, I'm a science engineer. Yeah, you and Bill Nye are scientists. So, Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, Muhammad. Was, that, was it named Muhammad? I no. think it was last. I think it was. I think it was. I don't know. I don't know. He's in, how, how do you pronounce Qatar? Qatar? How do you pronounce it? I always pronounce I don't know. it. It's probably a different country now because it's been taken yeah. over by somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so it's it matter. <laughs> Someone's been thrown it's off irrelevant. the roof with a lisp at some point. Point is, Dave Rubin's not visiting anytime soon. No. So, this hoax is debunked, and they say, no, this didn't happen. Um, not only did it not happen, the baker who made the cake, Little Wrinkle, is also gay. It came out and was like, <laughs> I wouldn't write that, I'm gay. So, this is entirely false. It's entirely fake, manufactured, just like we have another story where a man was suspended, expelled from Colorado State University for not raping a woman. He didn't rape her. The girl said that he didn't rape her, but a friend said that he did rape her, and so he was expelled. The ends justify the means with leftists, right? It doesn't matter if it's true or not. And why do you have to make it the right left? Because there is the right left. I was talking about this at the college, right, when I was talking with these students at Bucknell. There's one group of people who want to paint everyone as racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic as a new thing, androgynous phobic, uh, intersex phobic. They, they want to paint everyone as though they're somehow discriminatory, horrible, just, just subhuman scum. Why? Because it makes it okay to treat them inhumanely. 
right? If, if you believed that you could somehow manipulate people, if you could go back, manipulate people into uh, uh, not liking Hitler, sway public opinion, you'd probably say, hey, you know what? The ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. I, I can lie about Hitler if it means saving people. Well, they see people who disagree with them as people who need to be eliminated. And so right here, it doesn't matter that it's not true. I'm just going to put fag on there. It doesn't matter that I wasn't raped. Let's just get this guy expelled. And they're even harming other gay people. You know what's probably happened? This gay guy who made this cake, if he's not a, if he's not a, a Republican, he's probably a libertarian now. He's probably not on board with the social justice warrior LGBTQ AAIP <laughs> Say movement. anything to, to move an agenda, yeah. Yeah, did you see? Did you see who, who it was? Who was it? Some liberal pastor from some the liberal like, pastor from yeah. you know Mary the Gay's church, a le- leftist pastor. Hey, listen, if you want to be a pastor and be that's, gay, that's a pastor fine. like Sean King's a pastor. Remember that? He's, Sean King is a pastor. Yeah, yeah. I always forget about that. Now, do you know what church? Where, where, where? I don't know, but I know he talked about a lot about doing mission trips and things like that. I think down in I want to say Haiti or something. That's about all I know. Do you think yeah. he went down to Haiti and tried to tell him he was black? I bet. I want to know that. I bet that's where he tested it out. <laughs> it's like, it's the, I'm the American black. Yeah, kind of. We look very different. Yeah, very different. Very different. Different lineage. That was like his open mic testing material out. Sean <laughs> King went down to Zambia on mission work and convinced. That's them. a sketch series right there. So this guy who's gay makes the cake and he gets blamed for. Lo- now here, here's my issue with it. Right, this is what really matters. Same with the Ted Cruz sex scandal. Right, all not a single one of these conspiracy theories has been. They've all been proven false or certainly not proven true. Time and time again, you can only prove so many things false. And go, okay, we have to move on. Um, that happens. That's front page. But when things are proven false, that's page six. Right? Love wins. Can you? Whole Foods. Can't, front page HuffPo. HuffPo, Salon, these places, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found when it turns out that no one wrote, hey, fag, on a cake. They're nowhere to be found. That happened with me, where they, you know, they, they did us a while ago. I, I've been, I've looked behind the curtain, right? Both in the cons- with conservatives, okay, with the right wing media and left wing media, okay. You name the network, I've done it. You name the, the 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 show, I've probably done it. And this is what they do. HuffPo did it. They, they said, you know, I yelled the N word at CPAC. Chris Lash. It was front page. And then when they had, they issued the retraction, but this was front page, dead center, trending. And then when they found out it was wrong, we were using the word knickers, and even in the video, if you go watch it, it's very clear, we say knickers and make a joke about the word knickers. It's a, you can do, not like the joke, but not lie and say you yell the N-word. The retraction is six pages in. The damage has already been done. And that's the same thing that left, leftists do with this guy who's been expelled for not raping somebody, or mattress girl. If you've been accused of it, the damage is done. Mm-hmm. And we are at a point, for sure, if we're going, talking about the rape issue, where there are probably far more men, whose, far more male students whose lives are ruined by the accusation of rape with no substantiation than there are actual rapes on campus. I know it's hard to verify, but I would be willing to bet my bottom dollar if we could actually get into those numbers accurately. It is so much easier, like Lena Dunham, to sell books and falsely accuse someone of rape. By the way, you were reaching in your sister's hooch looking for rocks. And you're going to complain about about fictional rape, right? So, so don't 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 look about don't look at this literal child molestation. You won't find rape. Any, you won't find any shiny rocks up uh, Lennon Dunham's hooch. It was her sure. was her sister. Well, I'm just saying if, if you're don't, talking about. I can use that word. It sounds dirtier coming hooch? from you. <laughs> Say hoo ha, hoo ha. There is no good word for the female anatomy. Uh, you got swing schwang. You got lots of schwans. 
No, that's for men. I know. For men, you got lots of options. Yeah. Schmeckle, Tallywhacker, Doniger, One-Eyed Bald Man, Purple Helmet Warrior. You can go on all days. It goes, but with, like, with women, there's no, way to, there's no term for it that you would want to use in front of your mother. How do you feel about bajingo? Is that an actual term? I heard it on Scrubs. For a woman's? For a woman. Yeah. Bajingo. So, I don't know. There's an options. We've gotten way off track here. But, uh, but it's true. Anyway, tweet me your favorite word for the female anatomy, at S. Crowder, that you think is appropriate. I'm not talking about, like, boudoir talk. I'm talking if you have to talk. Like, you know, if I talked with my mom when I got kicked in the nuts in school, I can say, Mom, this girl kicked me in the nuts. Remember when kids would do that in school because yeah. it was, like, their yeah. trend? Male privilege, whack. Um, but if I were a woman, how, if I were a little girl, how would I go to my dad and say, Dad, I was kicked in the blank. Or how would you talk to a five-year-old girl if you had to, like, non-pervertedly bring that topic I don't, up? I don't talk to little kids. It's a liability. It you know? is a liability. You just say one thing. Again, how often... I told this story before. I had a kid who was, like, a third cousin. His mom was a drunk. His dad was a drug addict. All lived on our block. And um, he asked me for my Game Boy. I said, no, you can't have my Game And I had given him my old Game Boy, by the way, Mikael. I had given him my old Game Boy. But he asked for my new one at this point. It was a Game Boy Color. When I said no, he started yelling at the top of his lungs, pedophile. The top of his lungs. I, I slapped him. I did slap him. And I, like, I have no, I shouldn't have, but I was just like, you know, pedophile, pedophile. Ah, whack. Oh, what did I do? And then I had some decisions to make. Here's the sad part. That kid's dad didn't have visitation rights because everyone said he, he accused him of being a pedophile. And this kid went on to accuse five more people of being pedophiles because they didn't give him their Tony Hawk Pro Skateboarder 2 video game. My point here to tie it back is the LGBTQ AAIP or Mattress Girl or these people who falsely claim rape are no better than five-year-old children who simply yell and scream to get what they want. The difference is you destroy lives. So if anyone tells you, I can't believe that happened at Whole Foods, Send them the story. Make sure they know it's not true. Mattress Girl, you need to make sure they know it's not true. You will be stunned to realize how many people in your circle of friends... Sean King's not no white. Yeah. Sean King's not, not black. White. Not black. Sean King's not black. Gosh, you're confusing I'm me. I'm confusing me. It's like black like me, only lies. Louder with Crowder will be back. My brain is... Black. This week in Not Gay Jared's Diet Habits. Is that Doritos now? No. Well, I mean, yeah, but the Cool Ranch. Ser seriously, though, I'm, I'm concerned about you. There's no way you can be healthy. You're sick all the time. You're coughing. Don't worry, don't worry about it. I took, um, I took one of those things. This, uh, you took this a vitamin? Earlier. A vitamin doesn't make up for everything. You took I took, a vitamin? I took one of those um, this earlier today, just, just this morning. A vitamin doesn't, it's, it's to supplement. No, 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 no. M&M. Stay tuned for more of Not Gay Jared's Diet Habits. Oh, hey, Lyle. Didn't see you there. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just relaxing and enjoying my 1978 Bordeaux, a fine beverage, after a fine game of racquetball at the Wimbledon. There's no more quality establishment than the Wimbledon, you know. That sounds fun. I don't really know a whole lot about wine. That's why I go to SimplifiedWine.com, or I just call their number. What's that number, Jared? 844-297-WINE. Oh, where'd he come from? His voice aggravates me. I have him chained to a caravan. For simpletons like me who don't know a whole lot about wine, just what I like, it makes it easy. I either get to call, go to the website, talk with a sommelier, list what I like, what I don't like, my budget, and can have it shipped directly to my door, or gift-wrapped and sent to a friend. It doesn't get any simpler than that. Simplified wine, you say? 
I prefer more of a barrier to entry. <laughs> I know you do, Lyle, but you're an elitist bastard. That's why for simpletons like me, I prefer SimplifiedWine.com or just calling 844-297-WINE. feels good i was just sitting back into my chair i got my lower back support right I'm and, uh, glad. it's always nice I'm when you hit you. that right in the in the right mode coming up after the break we will have gavin mckinnis and we will play newest gender pronoun for people who don't know there are a lot of gender uh new nouns for genders on tumblr there are hundreds in case you didn't know they call them otherkins and we are going to uh see who who knows that deep dark realm of the world best okay speaking about equality Here's another story, and Courtney Kirchhoff wrote about this at the website. Of course, she's brilliant. You can follow her at uh, Courtney Scoffs. We've talked about this, about women on the front lines, right, equality. Great example. We've had Karen Strawn on. Um, women shouldn't have gotten the right to vote the way they did. Take that out of context. Go ahead. Uh, the reason most women didn't want to vote is because they didn't want the draft. They didn't want the mandatory requirements that came with voting. It wasn't seen as a basic human right. It was seen as a privilege. They didn't want to perform bucket duty was mandatory firefighter service. So most women were going, well, if that's what comes with the right to vote, no, no, thank you. And guys wanted them, uh, won them the right to vote. Not saying women shouldn't have the right to vote today. My point is it was never actually based on equality. Because equality would be, okay, you vote, you're in the draft, and you have to perform firefighter services. And if you don't, um, you're kicked out and you're shunned from society. Uh, same thing, there have been laws to protect female spouses that really don't exist or certainly aren't enacted to protect male spouses, right? Abuse actually goes both ways. Mothers tend to be more abusive than fathers. People don't realize that because there isn't a lifetime movie of the mother pushing the father down the stairs. It happens all the time. So, equality. We talked about this. Women going into the military. Would it lower standards? Well, here is something that is statistically observable. What are statistics? Said the lady at Bucknell. They're biased. All the statistics. In the Marines, women can't do pull-ups. The people who are going out there in a very physical endeavor to defend your country on the front lines are less equipped than junior high school boys. Let's just be real here. Okay. Data collection in 2013, found we have this up at the website, I have it up on the screen. Data collection in 2013 found that 55% of female recruits couldn't meet the minimum requirement. A study of 318 female Marines found that women could complete, on average, 1.63 pull-ups. Roughly 20% of those Marines could only hit three pull-ups if they used their lower bodies in a kipping motion. The average for a woman was 1.63 pull-ups. I, I, listen, I know some guys out there can't do that. You're weak. You are a very weak man if you can't do two pull-ups, okay? And it's something that, by the way, as a man, doesn't take more than a few weeks. I've, I've talked about this. Um, when it comes to pull-ups, you, you know, my, I told that story about my dad breaking the school mm -hmm. record, right? Yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah, it wasn't a woman who broke She's it. She's a bitch. No, hold on. I don't know what, that, what just happened there. Um... What happened, my dad, his un my uncle set the school pull-up rep record in junior high, okay? I don't know if it's still, it was in Detroit somewhere, and uh, it was, I want to say nine at the time. Another guy came in and beat it, and it was, uh, I want to say like 11. 
So my uncle went down to my dad. My dad was three years younger. He said, hey, 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 man, you got to restore the family honor. You have to set the pull-up record. This is all true. We'll have Pops Crowder on maybe next week to talk about it. It was his own personal hell for half of that year in school. He said, you got you, you to restore the honor. I'm, I'm gone. I'm out of school now. My record got broken. He said, let's go downstairs. I went downstairs and they had a pipe. He said, let's see how many he could do. My dad <clears throat> couldn't do one. My uncle wasn't a very nice older brother. He said, you're pathetic. And he just walked up. And my dad, every single day, went down and practiced pull-ups all the time. It's what we call greasing the groove. Just to get to the point where he was able to do one. He was able to do two. And then the day where it came to set the school record, he went home and he had read that honey was good energy. So he actually just guzzled a bottle of honey, peanut butter, banana sandwiches, and guzzled honey. And he went in and he set the school record with 13. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot. You're talking about junior high school. So I want to say he was 12 or, or 13. And then, so he was really, he lived in his own personal hell, but he got to that. Why? Because it was hard. He overcame it and he was so scared to lose, right? He was terrified. And then his friend, actually, one of the Percheroni brothers came in and just a little, little short Italian guy <laughs> came in the next year and blew it away with like 21. It wasn't even close. Well, probably a way to fraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The point is he took the challenge and there was no, he didn't say, hey, well, can we scale this back? Took it, met it, did it. These women who are in the Marines, so let's be honest here. People say, oh, that person's tough, man. They're in the Marines. I wouldn't mess with them. This is a chick. She can only do 1.6 pull-ups. What do you mean, you people? I mean women. What do you mean, you I people? I mean women. Huh? You're weak. They are weak, and they shouldn't be in positions that require any kind of, any kind of physical attributes if they don't have them. So this is where we are in the military. Uh, at that point, I'm reading from the article, the Marine Corps allowed women to choose. This is, this is the problem. Leads into this. Choose between pull-ups and the flexed arm hang as officials <laughs> developed a new plan. You know what the new plan was? They developed a new plan. It was, ah, oh, crap. I mean, we lowered the PT requirements. This is a joke. Well, what, what is it? What are, what are they not able to do? Ten? What, can we lower it to six? They can't do two! What? They can't do two? Yeah, we're going to put them out there with Chris Kyle? What? I know Chris Kyle's a Navy SEAL. I know he's not a Marine. The point is, that was their plan. Was, oh, crap, we don't want Gloria Aldred to be making a phone call. We can't even do, like, if we set the minimum at one pull-up, people are going to think we're being sexist because it's so embarrassing. Because women are so ill-equipped at doing pull-ups. Let's just go to the flexed arm hang. By the way, for those of you who remember back when there was still the presidential fitness test, uh, I think it was under Ronald Reagan, and, and before that, pull-ups were a part of it. The flexed arm hang was basically like being put in the stocks. It was embarrassment. It was for the boys who couldn't do a single pull-up, and so you had basically already failed, and you were trying to restore some kind of honor. Now, listen, that's sad in grade school gym. It shouldn't be happening when it comes to finding the best of the best for our <laughs> service members. It's embarrassing for a 12-year-old boy to say, well, you want to join the Marines, you're going to go, you're going to be fighting ISIS where they're burning people alive in cages, you're going to be carrying these packs, you're going to be a part of a squad, so your capabilities actually affect those around you and their lives depend on you, but you can't even do the pull-ups. Let's go with the flexed arm hang. What, what, what's next? Well, we can't do push-ups. Let's do lady push-ups. You know, you know what? Let's just, do, let's just go away with no more push-ups. Downward facing dog. Don't ask, don't tell is gone. Downward facing dog. Some people are going to be happy about it. While you're down there, let's just make a few new friends. No more pull-ups. No more push-ups. Let's just do. Let's just do non. Let's do flag football. And if you don't get the flag, that's okay. 
At the very least, you'll make the Marine cut. We'll try and usher you into the Special Forces. We think that's the fair thing to do. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Gavin McInnes, after this break. And now, unemployed Sean King goes to the blood drive. Okay, Mr. King, so glad to have you. We looked at your lipids that you handed in, and they look fantastic. Rare blood type, so we're glad to have you. Yes, everything I do is with excellence. Oh, well, isn't that great? Okay, we're just going to prick you a little bit here, so don't be alarmed. Uh, yeah, okay, you're, you're doing great there. And, oh, we have a good vein. It looks like it's flowing freely, and... Huh. What seems to be the problem? I just... I've never seen anything uh, like this. Like what? Well, you wrote down here that your blood type was B negative. Yes. But what's coming out of the tube is is shit. It's it's literally bullshit. Where I have always done things differently. Well, that's great, but this is just a medical anomaly. It's a marvel that you're still walking upright. Yes, but I was trying to do the right thing to donate blood for my fellow black Man, right, and that's really sweet, but there's just no possible match. There is literally nobody else who will walk into this hospital who is literally filled with bullshit. Who wants hot sauce? I put it on everything. Hot sauce. I spoke too soon. We may use this. I just realized something. We're back with our next guest. Not Gay Jared didn't... You need to take part here. Fix this. I did, take part? Yeah, take, take part. part. Not Gay Jared in the video uh. studio is the only one wearing clothing. Our guest, you can see him at Rebel Media, Anthony Cumia Podcast Network. You can follow him on Twitter at Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis, thank you for being on with us, sir. Thanks for having me. This is and you so, know, it's funny seeing you without your shirt off. We have the exact same body. We're very similar. We both have the same amount of chest hair. I understand now why you were so uh, so so uh, promiscuous with the bear look. Women women love it, and all the all the ink you have going on, you have to. I mean, if you have tattoos, that's the whole reason for it, right? Otherwise, people don't get to see it. Okay, we want to lead with this because this is a game we've played before. You haven't played it, and then afterwards we can t talk in the next segment. So we're going to play newest gender. Pro this is the game. There's a whole. You know, there are hundreds of of genders on Tumblr now. Are you aware of this? That there are hundreds that you didn't know of. I, I didn't know there was the last I tuned into this. Facebook had us up to fifteen. No, 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 no. That's no. ancient news. You have no idea what you're talking He's about. He's worse than Dana. So uneducated. He has no idea. I can't. You know. You know. It's, he knows nothing. It's embarrassing for the show because we present him as an educated man, and he just has no clue. No okay. Clue. So we're actually going to go through them. We have to guess. And there's going to be a winner. Stop staring at your tits, by the way. Thank you. Sorry. It was this well. It's. We'll say we'll do. We'll do a check after. I'm not we'll do sure men should work out that much. You end up making little breasts. <laughs> well, it's like as bad as being fat. But okay. All right. Let's let's move on. It is time to play. Jared, let's hit it. Hitting it. Ready for it. Ready for it.
Okay. Quite a lead in there, Gavin. All right. The game, you need the rules explained. Jared is going to give us an actual gender. It's not actually a pronoun, Gavin. You know, you've worked. In, we just needed an extra syllable. It's technically just a noun. But we okay. cheated. So he's going to give us one, and then you and I have to guess what gender that actually is, and then Not Gay Jared will give us the actual definition. Clear enough? Okay. All right. Let's All start right, with here this. Here we go. Not Gay Jared. First one. Love gender. Okay, I'll just, since this is Gavin's first time, I'll go. This is somebody who puts no boundaries on their love, and they feel more attached to the idea of love itself than actual physical love. Gavin, what do you think love gender is? I'm going to have to agree with that. They're going to reject the whole notion of gender and say their focus is on love. Which, by the way, why do you get to say that gays and straights and other people and bi... Don't bi feel that way? Why, uh, so many of these genders seem to already be covered by the five stop, letters stop. of LGBT. There's so much hate speech going so on. Speech. So much hate speech. Okay, not oh, gay Jared. All right. Real, real answer, real answer. Real answer. Love gender. A gender defined by love for other gendered people who are treated badly. And a love for your own gender as well. What does it's, that even oh, mean? So you I don't know, but... Them if they're not treated badly? Can you love someone who... Yeah, can you love someone who's treated well? I guess so. It sounds very scientific, no matter how you cut it. Okay, well, okay, the, we need the, we need the, the, the winner. The winner, the winner is. And the contestant with the right answer was... The guy with the beard. I think it means oh, Gavin. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I don't okay. think that's accurate, but I'll take it. Lord Hopper Don gives us... Okay, let's go with All another right. gender. Hit us with one, Jared. Gender ale. Gender ale. All right, Gavin, you lead this one. These are all real, by the uh, way. These are actually taken from Tumblr, right, Jared? Yes. Oh, I believe it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Okay. Now, this could go two ways. It could be beer-based, and your gender is based on uh, different <laughs> home-brewed ales. It's Schweppes' latest hit product. <laughs> or it could be a play on the word general. Because they're all saying the same thing. I'm going to go with it is a play on the word general, and gender ale. No, I'm going to change my mind mid-description. <laughs> Gender ale is a gender based on homebrewed beer, pumpkin ale, uh, chocolate ale, that kind of thing. Okay, this I, guy is a gender ale. Okay, I'm going to go with, I think gender ale is, is someone who has been starved of true love in the current gender dichotomy. Ah, you're, so, you're so pathetic. And so, okay, just go. Lord, go. Zed, <laughs> Lord Zed judges you. What's the actual definition? Gender ale. A gender that is hard to describe. Mainly associated with plants, herbs, and what? liquids. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is syndicated, Gavin. You're gonna give Sorry. Jared a whole. That doesn't even that that doesn't make what does any that sense. Mean? So you're I a plant? Know. Is that like other kin where you're a different species? These people think that they're plants. I, I mean, it would make sense that if it's like liquids? botany gender or something. All right. Well, who is closest Wait at this point? Well, you can't have a definition of a thing until you figured it out yourself. You can't just say plants and I don't know liquids. Yeah, what are, how are they all related? <laughs> Herbs. Sounds like, sounds like, like a great yeah, soup, a, though. A tree or a tincture. Uh, in any case. And the winner is... Mustache Guy. He's not a very loyal He's not dog. a loyal hopper, Zordon. No. At all. Gavin, you're winning this. Um, all right, all right let's next go to the next game. Yeah. Fashion gender. Fashion gender. Okay, I'll go with this first. Um... I'm going to say it is someone who is fascinated with genders of all types, and their actual preference is that of curiosity. It sounds like something someone in gender studies would say. Gavin, what say you? I think a fascist gender is a fascist gender, and this is someone who has chosen to be male because they admire 
Hitler, Stalin, Pol Pot, Mao. These are people who have chosen male not because of sex, but because of genocide. Okay. All right, let's hear. Angry Power Ranger monster is. These are, these are reactions. You have way too much control over the soundboard. I do, Give us the I winner do. here. The winner is. Fashion gender. A gender experience largely related to a special what? interest. For art, art, for not artistic, autistic people. That's, that's, that's molestation. That is. I don't know. Does that seem like molestation, Kevin? And what autistic does this mean? Do you, you, uh, you think you're autistic and you're not autistic? You're pretending to be autistic. Are you pretending to be autistic? Or you're attracted to autistic people? I think it go either way. I don't know. I don't know. What, this is, what has autism got to do with gender? I don't understand. There's, there's male and female people with autism. I think it's, they want to claim it as a gender. I, that's why I think it's, if you're attracted to them, they would consider that a gender. Mm. I don't get, I don't understand this at all. This one doesn't make any, none of these so make wait, sense. Now a gender just means any group I'm attracted to. Like, I like brunettes. Am I like a brune gender? Only if it's redheads, because that is clearly fetish territory. It's no longer. So like, it's a way to describe. I think they just take a random fetish and stick gender at the end of the word. That seems to be the trend. All right, we have, do we have one more, Jared? But let's hear the Steven. winner. I won that. You won that one. Okay, I won yeah. that one. Yeah, we have one, one for more. You. One for you. Okay, All one right. more, and then let's then we'll then we'll uh, let's do one more. Let's see. Cyclogender. Okay. Well, I, I know what I think. I know what this is, but let's have Gavin have a go at it first. Okay, I'm going to guess that this is cyclical. They are the perennials of the gender world, and they are men for six months of the year and women for six months of the year. Or maybe that doesn't have to define the times. It could be. Something for four months, it could be three months, could be two months. The point is that like a menstrual cycle, this person's gender changes every, let's say, couple fortnights. I'm going to say it's somebody uh, who has an unhealthy sexual attraction to uh, the Bill Paxton film, Twister, which is a good film, and I actually would put this under reasonable category of gender. What's the answer, Jared? Cyclogender, a gender identity that changes yes. with one's menstrual yes. cycles. So, we actually got one. Actually got this is one. the first time anyone has gotten any correct at any point. All right, let's let's announce the winner. The winner. The winner is. Um, the winner is. Before I announce you, and the winner is. Before I announce which one of you has any last-minute cheeses. I don't oh, cheese. Hoppers. There's no cheese for this. That's Which could affect my final decision. Oh, the winner is Gavin. All right. Ah. I really thought I would if I had cheese in the physical area. Uh, Look what? at these pipes when you use foreshortening. <laughs> use foreshortening. Well, you got those tattoos. They they probably help accentuate it. All right. Uh, this well, we're we, gonna we have. Got, we have to dance it off. Back. Okay, we have to dance it off. Hold on. Not well. Where, where okay, going, give Gavin? us a back dance, Gavin, because we're gonna play the the playoff. So, all right, hit it, hit it, Jared. Here we go. Gavin, we want your best crash. Gavin took a tumble there. Did you take a tumble, Gavin? Yeah. Your I, I had a stroke. You, <laughs> you, and, you and Dr. Ben Carson. You went from having your hair slicked back, and then when it came forward, you kind of looked like the Ed, Ed Furlong era in American History X. I'm talking about? Yeah, that's it? the beauty of this. What you do is if you're going bald in the back, you just keep growing it, and then you get like a Razak. 
for perms that an African-American woman use, and you just slick that in, and you can hide all your baldness. You're not going bald in the back, are you? Yeah, there's some problem areas back there. <laughs> that doesn't, it really doesn't look that bad. Uh, I wouldn't say you're going oh, bald. for the illusion. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Kevin. No, we just, this whole segment just took a downer. <laughs> What, what, I'm what? married. I could have AIDS and have no face. I mean, I could be a burn victim and we're good. That's Magic Johnson with the AIDS and he's married. And uh, she never even caught it. I don't know how that works. Well, I know AIDS how it really works. isn't that big of a problem. It's actually not real. It's really hard to give AIDS to somebody. If you're even if even if you're not necessarily using a condom, and it's just one person, your wife, depending on the kind of activities. You know, going on. you know, the real issue with with AIDS is if you're a Jehovah's Witness and you go off at a tangent with some weird sect, and they tell you that you're cured, and you stop taking the medication, and you die, and you've had hits like Purple Rain, and you've had songs oh, like uh, um, Stand Back. Did you guys and- hear that Prince died? Actually, good Lord, Jared. <laughs> That's how we started the show. He said, did you hear this? He had no idea that everybody knew this in the world. Wait. I thought all I've been by myself all day. Did he have AIDS? Yes. Did he really? My, I, I am connected to the gay underground through my wife, who's a fag hag. And she said that uh, her people uh, told her that he had AIDS. And he, the Jehovah's Witnesses don't tell you not to take medication. But I'm sure within that, there's like, you know, like the snake people with Christians who think you can resist snake bites. I'm right. sure Jehovah's Witnesses have this. Well, I know that like Christian scientists, I know, are a sect that do that, and they don't believe in medicine of any kind. Which I think he got involved in that kind of stuff. Okay. And they said, you're fine, dude. God loves you. Well, you talked about this before, all your punk rock friends who would get cancer, and they'd think they could fix it with creams, and they'd refuse to get, you know, Western medicine treatment, and they were just dropping like flies. And you think this is Polystyrene kind of- from X-Ray Specs died that way. Um... Uh, the girl from the slits, Ari Up, she also thought that you could just take cream. And, you know, they got this from Bob Marley. Cause I, I know. Ari Up's case. And, and Bob Marley died yeah, with that dumb mentality. Highly Selassie, highly retarded. <laughs> Hold on, let it ride. Tweet him at Gavin McGinnis. Yeah, I agree with you. The Bob Marley thing, I got so much flack. The only great thing about Bob Marley is that people who wear, it's like the greatest douchebag meter. People who wear the the Bob Marley shirts, like he. Let's be honest, he barely knew more than a few chords. He wrote a couple catchy songs. He's the kind of guy who, if you actually sat him down and tried to discuss, you know, theology, philosophy, he didn't know what he was talking about. But I don't know how many morons have one love tattooed, and no one is actually able to explain it to me. Well, what do you mean one love? Uh, it just means you know, like being Kendrick- mellow. Kendrick Lamar just said that. He just said the thing about politics is it all comes down to one word, love. And you go, what are you, me when I was eight? Shut up. <laughs> all right. We have, uh, we'll keep you on after this break, and uh, we'll talk more about politics of the day. But that is true. I didn't know that about Kendrick Lamar. We'll have to go back and talk about that. One uh, love. Maybe Gavin can show us if he has uh, any tattoo similar. Lighter with Crowder. Stay tuned. He'll be back. for your Dating Advice Minute with Bill Cosby. Now, this week's letter comes to me from Russ. 
from Sabubu, Canada. That's the real place. I know some of you are thinking of trying to make up the place. The uh, Sabugabo is up there in the Gaspazy region of the Canada with the sugar and the right export is potash from the coal mines. So Russell's asking me, I got a woman. How long do we have? Who uh, is not giving me the attention? But you said you said you liked him. That I feel yeah, I mean, I think I think it's pretty deserve. pretty thorough. Okay. Are you gonna? You think you can see him again? Yeah, I mean, Russell. Before I don't know. We'll, you go on out we'll and you want to try expensive. and turn the relationship yeah, upside down, that's a lot of those guys. I mean, it's, you know, you, it's just, it's just kind of the way they Which commercial are we running right now? Uh, this is um, Osby Little. This is what we're running. Oh, because I was traveling. I think I think you should. No, I'd like to. I mean, I can meet with him, too, at some point. No, no, I mean, this is... I gotta do this for me. Uh, hold on, hold on, 20 seconds. Okay, 20 seconds. Hey, make sure that we have those transitions ready for the, um, the gender pronouns when we put on YouTube. Okay, yeah. This has been your Dating Advice Minute with Bill Cosby. Jared, what are you doing? Shoot, bagger. With what? My AR-15. Where'd you get it? AR-15.com. Oh, there's another one. Kaboom. You got him. Yeah. Thank God for AR-15.com. They have AR-15 and accessories for sale and the best advice there is on the web. Oh, no, there's another one. Kaboom. You got him. Yeah. With your what? AR-15. From where? AR-15.com. That's the best place to go, and that's the takeaway, because this commercial's about to stop. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Glad to be back. Gavin McInnes, Anthony Cumia. What's the official website there, Gavin? AnthonyCumia.com. AnthonyCumia.com. Gavin is filling in for Anthony right now. He's hosting. How many hours a day are you hosting? No, no, no. I just did one app. That was oh. two hours. Oh, okay. But I do my normal show an hour and a half a day. But he's had Jim Norton, Ron Bennington, Colin Quinn, a bunch of uh, mentally ill people. Yes. Like Bobo. Um, okay. The Clown? He got the clown. No, it's Bozo. Oh, Bozo. Good Lord. Get it correct. <laughs> um, Bozo the clown is from the 50s. Yeah, I know. I, a lot of people, I'm surprised that Jared even knows who this. So you were talking about this. We were talking during the break. You, you've been astounded, you know, all aides and Christian scientists aside, at the catalog of work from, from Prince. Yeah, and this sort of takes, sometimes it takes for them to die before you look them up. Like I was listening to the Pogues the other day and I go, oh, this is some old Irish song that must be 300 years old. Let me look it up. And then when you see what Shane McGowan wrote, you go, holy crap, you wrote about 15 major hits. Yeah. Taylor Swift is the same. And Andrew WK, who you played on the way in, I mean, yeah. he didn't have hits like these guys had hits, but he played all his own instruments, wrote all his own songs. Incredible. He had, he had at least five. You know who five would other hits. two would really surprise people? Um, Paul Anka. Still. Was, did Paul Anka die? Paul Anka die? No, I think he's still alive. Anyway, like only a few years ago, like the guy still does things where he's not in front of, he's not in front of the mic, but you'd be amazed. And Alice Cooper. 
A lot of people don't realize how Alice many Coops? songs. Yeah. How many songs he actually wrote when you actually look at the hits and a lot of them were ballads like Only Women Bleed, You and Me. And people, when you look at it and you actually look at the best of, you're going, oh my God, I had no idea. And it's not, people thought of this sort of hyper aggressive thing. He, he really wasn't. It was actually pretty well constructed rock and roll. Prince had nothing compares to you, which was Sinead's entire career. He had right. Manic Mondays, which made the bangles. He had uh, When You Were Mine, Cyndi Lauper's, one of Cyndi Lauper's biggest hits. Stand back, stand back, Stevie Nicks. It's creepy. Purple Rain what sounded like a greatest hits album. Right. And then his own career, Little Red Corvette, Controversy, Starf Starfish and Coffee. What is that? Raspberry Muffins and Jam. <laughs> well, and compared to Bob Purple Marley, Rain. who had one song. Yeah, you know, there's, there's certain artists, though, like Led Zeppelin. You listen to them 2,000 times and you go, I'm still good. Let's put it on. But with Bob Marley, it's sort of like eggnog. I don't know if you ever just chugged the hell out of eggnog. Right. If you, you get to a tipping point where you go, I never want to hear the word egg or nog ever again. I just ruined it. And I've listened to a ton. I had a huge Bob Marley phase as a young man, and I cannot listen to one chord from that guy. Trying to think who I was. I, get, I became that way with the Mars Volta. I listened to them a lot as a kid, and I was like, you can only, kind of like Pink Floyd, you can only take so much, we're going to do whatever the hell we want on an album, and it's no longer melodic, where I go, all right, I've, I've lost my grace period here. Um, yeah, I guess everyone kind of went through a Bob Marley fan, and I was introduced to them. Bob through Marley, you have your Jimi Hendrix phase, you have your mod phase. Hmm. Right. You, you go through all those, but there's something with Bob Marley where you just don't want to go back. Like, who... Who wants to pull out Legend and put it on, put the needle on the vinyl right now? Nobody. It's kind of like Purple Simon Rain. and Garfunkel. Simon, like, I have a little ditty do. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like diarrhea a little bit. It does. <laughs> I told you, we, I met our Art Garfunkel when he was, came in to tape Arthur, and it was during a phase where we were coached. Do not mention Paul Simon. <laughs> because and it would just drive him nuts that we were hearing stories. But okay, so we were talking about this. Kurt Schilling is going to be on after you. He got fired from ESPN for the whole transgender thing. You are Mr. Anti-Social Justice Warrior, right? You can't stand it. You one of your biggest videos has been on the transgender thing. You're also a big Trump guy, but you're consistent. You like Cruz. You don't hate Cruz. You like Trump. You like Cruz. Love Cruz. Love. Yes. And I, and exactly. So I don't want to paint you in in that box. But where are you right now with the Trump condemning North Carolina? And, uh, and, and uh, really opposing this law on the trans bathroom rights. Is that a screw-up? I am uh, on the Steven Crowder show learning that Donald Trump is against North Carolina's... Uh, you didn't read this today? Trans no. Oh. You we caught me. Um, well, I wasn't trying to catch you. We played the clip. Yeah, he said, he said uh, you know, I think they should, trans people should be able to use whatever bathroom they want. Spit a lot of stripe, business-wise, was a bad decision. And, um, you know, they should just leave the laws the way they are. And I, I, so my thing is, is that it's a PC, yeah, spineless, caving. I think you're going to see him do this in the general. And it's also a statist answer. You can't keep the laws the way they were because of Charlotte, right? Because of Charlotte. The reason the state had to step in was because Charlotte was infringing on private businesses' rights. And then the state said, no, 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 let's make it, you, you use the bathroom you were born into. And, uh, and Trump came in, and he's, he, he's against it. And he was, he was pretty, uh, he reiterated, was adamant. And I'm not trying to catch you with it, um, but that, that is what happened. Well, you caught me, and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for my guy. It's like Ann Coulter says. She goes, uh, have you noticed that our guy is insane? He's, he's <laughs> no, like she a, said mental. Mental. He's like a crazed teenager. And he says this stuff, and you go, wow. Are uh, you mental? You are. Uh, that, 
the whole thing, people don't get the whole gay thing. They just think, they, they accept the left straw man because they don't want to be known as a bad guy. And this is, this is the left's greatest tool. Like, but this has I, nothing I to do with gay. Recently, they even, the fact that they even lump it no, in, it has nothing to do with it. Exactly. Means, it means gay. And you go, okay, I don't want to be that guy. Right. Like Jeffrey Dahmer, when they were doing a, a documentary with his life, he goes, by the way, I only ate black people because they were the nearest ones around me. I, I, I'm not racist. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, the cannibal was concerned about being seen as a racist. Right. And you go, you know what? Eating feet that you've boiled in a pot is way worse. But okay. And in this day and age, to Dick be... Morrissey. It's going Dick Morris territory. Sorry, Gavin. Continue. To be con remotely, conceivably homophobic is the apocalypse. And you go, no, no, no. I just don't want my daughter to be vulnerable to some creep who goes, wait, what's the law? Okay. Right. So I just put a wig on? All right, I'm going to go in. Yeah. And this has happened. This happens in Canada where this has already been legal for a while. Oh, it happened in Seattle. These guys going into women's shelters and abusing women. Yeah. yeah. No, you're We're absolutely right. We're not necessarily right. scared of trans guys. We're scared of guys pretending to be trans guys. Well, it's not even that. It's just, again, it's infringing on the rights of a vast majority for, for people who are delusional. Gavin, I, I didn't want to catch you with it, so we'll go. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. AnthonyCumia.com. Too late. I'm caught. Well, no, 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 no. Gavin is very reasonable, and, and, and he always has our support. Gavin McInnes, AnthonyCumia.com. Louder with Crowder. We'll be back. Thank you, Gavin. You're the draining champion of newest gender pronouns. Need to defend like that title. more than a friend. And now for unemployed Sean King, hands in his resume. Well, Mr. King, your, your resume is nothing short of impressive. Yes, that is correct. It says here that you graduated a RTF, top of your class, with honors. I did accomplish that, yes. It says that you were awarded the uh, highest honor as most accomplished surgeon here in the United States. I did that as well. It says here that you were the first surgeon to separate conjoined twins at the head. Am I reading that right? I did perform that miracle. That was me as well. It also says you ran for president and wrote a best-selling book. This is all factual information. Mr. King, this is just Dr. Ben Carson, a, a real black man's resume. Well, I, I would beg to disagree. It says here on the internet that that is, in fact, my resume of accomplishments. But Mr. King, this is just your own tweet. Yes. And you misspelled there. I did not misspell Well, you there. misused the wrong there. It's supposed to be T-H-E-I-R. You used apostrophe R-E. I can see this interview is going nowhere. Thank you for your time. Okay, business time. Really simple. Some of you don't know where to find me. Louderwithcrowder.com. Half a dozen to ten articles every single day. Twitter. Follow me at S. Crowder. Louder with Crowder podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any other podcatching device, youtube.com slash Stephen Crowder, or you can type in Stephen Crowder on Facebook and be one of the million-plus fans or join the mailing list. There are so many ways for you to stay connected. You have no excuse. You have no excuse, just like you have no excuse for those roles that are just cascading over your belt buckle. You should be ashamed. Unless you're a lady. Then you deserve a Get her a medal.
glad to have that song. And no, no, no. Keep it off. We're in the third hour. No, not I, I, Jared has not put on his shirt. Producing. It's I'm, hot in here. It is hot. Uh, speaking of which, hot. What's funny, Did you? Th- this just happened. John Kasich, the whole nice guy act. I think everyone's catching on. He got so mad he stole the recorder from reporters. What is Gavin still on? Yeah, yeah real quick, Gavin's, Gavin's, he's still there. <laughs> just, What's he doing? He just, I don't know, we're not bringing it back on. He just won't go away. Uh, he just won't go away. All right, well, Gavin is still lingering somewhere on the show uh, for those who are watching the live stream. Of course, listening terrestrially, you do not care. Um, this has been a, not gay Jared, you gotta let him go at some point, he just won't stop laughing. My, my mouse is frozen, his apparently is too, so we can't hang up the you call. You can't hang up the so call? So he's just always there. Look at there. Right. Anyways. Um, oh, you know what, we need to get this video up, that's right, you don't have it. Hillary, did you hear about this this week, Hillary pandering to black people? Uh, again, again. It is just so painful, we'll bring that video clip up, for people who haven't been following, this is just so funny this week. You know, Hillary Clinton has done that where she puts on the... Well, so did Barack Obama, right? Putting on the fake black voice. It yeah. depends on who he's with. He'll, he'll talk, he's going to talk like this, and then he gets in front of black people, and y'all know what I'm talking about. West Philadelphia, born and raised. What is he... Barack Obama, did you start singing the Fresh Prince theme? I like DJ uh, uh, Jazzy Jeff. Man's a national treasure. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that sounds like Barack Obama. But just the pandering from the left. And Donald Trump... I just hate fakery. I hate it whether it's Hillary Clinton... Whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's Barack Obama, whether it's John Kasich, I just can't stand it when people fake things and it's so clear. And Hillary Clinton, I don't know if you can bring up that video at any point. Yeah, um, you want to you play it? Yeah, okay, let's play this. I just saw it. Uh, is it newsworthy? Not necessarily, but it is everything that's wrong with Hillary Clinton. And a little, little known fact, by the way, not a single person at Bucknell or uh Cal Poly, when I was there, where have I been? Cal Poly, Bucknell. I'm trying to think of just the college shows recently. Cal Poly, American University, Bucknell. I'll be at uh, Amherst this next week with Milo Yiannopoulos and Christine Hoff Summers. Not a single young person of the Black Lives Matter, the feminists who show up, who rip down the posters, who protest, not a single one of them likes Hillary Clinton. No they one does. They are all Bernie no Sanders. Does. And why? Because of this. Let's roll the clip. Carry with you. <laughs> Hot sauce. Oh, that's right. This is this is the hip hop redux. So, for those of you who right now, hot sauce. Get it to the point where she's not not hot sauce. I got hot sauce in my bag. Swag. Hot sauce. Really? Yeah. This is the problem with whenever you pull the video clip. Yeah. She's sitting there talking about hot sauce in her bag. Swag. She's like, I I put hot sauce on everything. I like hot sauce. I like hot sauce. Hot sauce. Can you imagine if I just walked into the BuzzFeed office with their, you know, their no doubt their 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 black lunch table because they segregate the lunch tables, and I walked in and said, Hey y'all. Who's got some watermelon? Vote for me for CEO, bitches! And just danced off. You'd have my vote. I, I would have your You'd vote. You'd have my vote. Which is so down. funny. Hot sauce. No I put it on everything. Really? Like, I put it on fried chicken. I put it on my, my chitlins. It's just so fake. <laughs> Maybe she does like hot sauce. But then there was a follow-up on Good Morning America. What, what, what you didn't see was she was actually grabbing the bottle of ketchup. <laughs> was she? I don't know. It's gonna be funny. Like, hot sauce. Hot sauce. He's pouring grape poupon. Hines. Hi. No, it'd be Heinz for sure. Well, and what's funny is they followed up and asked her in Good Morning America. So, are you a sriracha person, like a tapatio? <laughs> She's like, it's her answer, just like kind of Donald Trump. I love all the verses. She said, I love all of them. I use all of them. If you're going to ask me, what are your favorite hot sauces? Okay, right away I'll be like, okay, well, well, sriracha is the ketchup. If I'm using any kind of Asian food pizza, that's the basic one. And then we have. Um, 
Uh, you, have, you have Dave's Insanity if you want to screw with people and get really hot. We have Mad Cow Hot Sauce, is one that I really like. I've heard of the Bomb. The bomb is well. The worst is, is a- nuts. Is uh, there's ass in the tub hot sauce, and there's just actually one called Ass Reaper, <laughs> and it actually has a little cloak and skull on top of the hot sauce bottle. This is a true story. We used to go to a place called Jack. By the way, my dad wanted me to issue a correction. He set the school record in junior high with sixteen pull-ups. Six, six, sixteen, which is pretty impressive regardless of your age. So he did send that to me. Sorry, pops Crowder. We used to go to this place, Jack Astor's, it was a restaurant in Montreal, and it was kind of like a Chili's, you know, flair and very fun. And this French Canadian guy would always come up, and he, they'd have like hot sauce was a thing. Like, would you like hot sauce? And so he would come up, and he'd always we'd say we just because we wanted to hear it, we'd say, oh, well, what do you have? And he'd run down the list, and he, he's French Canadian. He goes, oh, we have lots of hot sauce. We have Tabasco, we have Tabasco Chipotle, we have Louisiana, we have El Tapatio, we have Hass in the Tub. And the new one, Hass in Space. It was Ass in the Tub and it was Ass in Space. And you would say this with a straight face. So, um, These sound like Olsen Twin movies. Yes. What was when we got? We got that fantastic hot sauce from the former cop. That Ever, was the best Illinois. one. Very hot. It said made by a cop on it. Made and by we, a cop. I've, I've yet and to find it And it was really again. good. No preservatives. Really anyway, the point is, if you're going to claim you put hot sauce in everything, you should have a couple of answers. Just like if you're going to claim that the Bible is your most important book, you should have a couple of verses. <laughs> you, just, you should just have a couple like you just say, just say, uh, I like John Catherine 16. Just, just throw anything just, out throw there. Anything anything. Out, throwing anything out there, you know? Yeah. Because um, that would be the ketchup answer of hot sauces, but go on. John 3.16? John 3.16. You know, of, of the Bible. Of the Bible, yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of which, uh, fakery, Bernie Sanders, uh, I guess he, maybe he finally released his tax returns. We covered it earlier this week, and he didn't release his tax returns. So um, that's it. He released his 2014 return, and he's very cheap. Surprise. He's very cheap. Surprise. If you look, of course, leftists do not give uh, at all. And by the way, they lied about it. They said that they released their tax returns to try and leverage us against Hillary Clinton, saying, we'll release our tax returns if you release your Wall Street speeches. Um, they didn't. And his wife has been caught in some fraudulent scandals for a while now. And she's a lifelong succubus on the government teat working in, in, in the education sector um, and basically supporting her husband's career campaign. I always find that funny with Bernie Sanders. He's anti-establishment. He has not held a private job since Jimmy Carter was president. Maybe Reagan. If I'm going to say it without a punchline, without exaggerating, he has not held anything other than taxpayer-funded employment for... Three decades. He has he has a little bit of vested interest. Yeah, a little bit of vested interest. The guy who you want to be president is the guy who does not want the job or need it. That's the ideal scenario. Is the guy who does not want the job. Uh, When people say uh, we were talking about this with Dave Rubin, people said you know we need to get money money out of politics. Citizens United. That's another point. Ninety percent of people who say Citizens United, they have no idea what that was about. Citizens United. It was about citizens who made an anti-Hillary Clinton film. And basically we're told, you're not going to be able to make this movie. They tried to, this was actual systemic censorship. So it went to the Supreme Court and Supreme Court said, no, businesses have the right, citizens have the right to unite and they still maintain their rights to holding a political opinion or casting uh, uh, political donations. That's what it's about. Is there something to fix right now in the political system as far as money? Yes. But to just say overturn Citizens United means that you're giving the government authority to say, well, you can't do ladder with Crowder. Ah, ah, you know, we don't, we don't want uh, Gavin McGinnis doing his show. Ah, we don't want Milo to have his podcast. Trust me, if you believe in freedom of speech and you understand what Citizens United is, there are flaws in the system. But you need to know, don't just walk out with a, a few silly buzzwords. That happens a lot. And so you hear Bernie Sanders say it, and Donald Trump says the same thing. We need to stop Citizens United. Um, 
it, it really is someone who's entirely uneducated. Tweet me at S. Crowder what you think about Citizens United, what you think we need to do with money in politics. One thing that nobody ever mentions is uh, big unions. And here's something, too. Big unions, of course, you know, Bernie Sanders, it's a lie. He's taken all kinds of big donations and, of course, tons of money from big unions who have far more money than Big Oil, Big Pharma, Koch Brothers. Uh, by the way, our Koch Brothers check cashed, Jared, so we live to do the oh, show Oh, that's good. Day. That's yeah. good. It'll be all next week, then. Still waiting for the fracking money, but it's, it's coming in the mail. And... Uh, People just, they don't acknowledge big... Now, not only can unions give these huge contributions, look at an example like Goldman Sachs, right? Oh, evil Republican right-wing Wall Street. Actually, no, they give a pretty split amount. Most of these big banks, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and on the exact list in front of me, most of them gave more to Obama. All big banks are doing is betting, right? And then they hedge their bets, but they're betting on a winner. And Barack Obama was a winner, so they bet on Barack Obama. And they hedge it. They might give 55, 45. A really extreme right-wing bank might give 60, uh, 60, 40. We can hear you typing, not gay, Jared. But unions, 99%. 99% of their contributions go entirely to Democrats. Now, are we supposed to believe that, th that 99% of people who are in unions are Democrats? You don't find that kind of a Democrat anywhere, that kind of a consistency. Probably most of them, but certainly not all of them. It's also a lot easier for unions to force these individual donations through dues. That's something nobody talks about. For example, I've had to be in the actors union since I was 12. Just to be on Arthur, I had to be in the union. And by the way, this is the way unions set it up. They don't want to protect the worker, they want to protect the unions. I was able to get backdoored in. This is a true story. Total blessing to get my union card. Why? Because I was able at a young age, I wasn't the first brain in Arthur. I was able to do the impression of an impression of the previous kid for a few seasons. And so they were able to justify bringing a non-union member in, me, and each episode counted as a credit. You need to get six credits uh, to get into the union. And I, back then, I think the rules were one film or a credit, and so you wanted to get into episodic so you could rack up those credits. Because guess what? You can't work if you're in, unless you're in the union, and you can't be in the union unless you have the credits. So it was a really, really rare occurrence for me to get in there. The actors' unions are designed to protect the actors' unions. I wouldn't be surprised if my annual dues that, that we have to pay, um, if some of that has gone to Hillary Clinton or, or a Bernie fundraiser, they can do that. They can tack mm -hmm. on a few extra bucks and you'll never know. So not only do they give giant sums on behalf of the union, but they're able, there's a, there's a lot of, if you want to talk corruption, listen, let's talk in Michigan, unions, Jimmy Hoffa, right? This guy w was buried. My grandfather-in-law saw Jimmy Hoffa the day he died when he had really? breakfast. This is a true story. Fred Corson. That's crazy. I wish he could tell it, but you know, he's dead. So that's always hard. That's always difficult to do. If, well, if, we, if we really want him to tell it, we'll just trot him out in the next election, have him vote Hillary Clinton while he's there. Hey, can you tell us a story? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hillary Clinton gets, Democrats get a lot of dead people who vote for them. Ah, uh, yeah. Explains a lot. You didn't understand that. Were you I didn't. I was really slow. The point is there's a lot of voter fraud <laughs> going on with the left. I had a girl in high school, we were talking about that. I don't know who it was who did that in Canada, a famous politician. And it was a scandal that he had dead people voting for him. And I had a girl, I remember her name was Sasha. She said, but Mr. Holm, how could they vote if they were dead? And I was the one who got kicked out because I called her a moron. <laughs> True story. Do we have a, Kurt is on in not, next segment. Next segment. Next segment. We're next segment. We're going to have Kurt Schilling exclusive talking about the ESPN firing. So, um, and this whole scandal. Let's, let's stay tuned. Kurt Schilling, louder with Crowder. Love you.
This is Breaking News and Louder with Crowder. I'm Perry Matheson. We're taking down the wake of the New York primary to Governor John Kasich as he makes his last campaign stop at a Chipotle Mexican cuisine. I can't tell you how glad I am to be here among everyday Americans who serve uh, not only delicious food, but really join us together in a positive fusion of Mexican and American cuisine. I'm also happy to open up the floor for questions, but uh, not too long. I really want to dig into this taco salad. <laughs> yes, you, sir. Oh, no, 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 who let him in here? It's a public space. Uh, but still, what, what, are you just following me around? Playing Semisonic's Closing Time? Pretty much. You don't have, and you, and you don't have anything better to do, huh? Oh, I lost my job. A lot of Americans lost their job. That's why I'm running for the highest office in the land. In Ohio, are you a governor? Well, I don't think that's really. You suck. Hey, I do not. I do not suck. I am so glad to have this guest on. This is an exclusive. It's the first interview that he's done. Uh, not gay, Jared. I will bring him on. If you could tweet this out, my Twitter just stopped working. Sure, so sure. just handle that while we're doing it. Um, <laughs> he Scandal, top trend all over social media. He works with the Fisher House where they build uh, homes for wounded veterans, and that's he wanted us to plug it because he's such a nice guy. He could have made it about himself. Uh, Kurt Schilling, <laughs> thank you for being here, sir. Hey, what's up, guys? How are we doing? Well, I'm glad you sound so so chipper. Has this been a tough week, or you you just kind of oh, going with the flow? A, uh, I think it's been tougher, probably on my family. Um, I'm not. I don't. It's a job, not a not a member of my family. And um, you know, um, I've got a plan, and and you know, I will, the sun came up today. It'll come up tomorrow, and <laughs> we'll go from there. Well, I, w I wish I could say I'm surprised. You know that? No, no, we're we're past that at this point. Yeah. Um, how long have you worked with with ESPN? Forgive me, I'm, I'm not a, a sports you know guy. Honestly, I've worked on and off with them for uh, I would assume close to seven, eight, nine years. Gosh, um, some of the greatest human beings I've ever known. I get to work with uh, the people I worked with were some amazing and good and quality people, and that's that's what I'll miss. I'll miss that part. Now, okay, for people who don't know, explain it to them real quick. We'll do two segments with you here to kind of, but explain it. So you were you were relieved of your duties at ESPN. Uh, listen, this is this is this is not a one time thing. I, I initially this all started out when I tweeted uh, a meme about uh, uh, Muslim extremists and I compared them to the Nazi Party and, and basically saying, you know, it's just this quote unquote seven to ten percent of extremists, uh, you know, and and then comparing it to the percentage of, of Nazis. Uh, in the in in Germany, right. the, the Nazi Party, and talking and basically saying, you know, how did that work out? And then I said something to the point when you do the math, it's pretty staggering. Well, I was on a flight to the Little League World Series, and I was immediately told to get on a plane and go home. And they put out a uh, a, a statement almost me disavowing themselves of the tweet. And my first response was, 
okay, I, I don't know, what are you disavowing? What, what, I, and, and then I quickly realized that everybody that went batshit crazy did so because they took the word extremist out of the post. Right. Which, if you do that, it's an incredibly racist thing, which is why I didn't. It was the only word that mattered in right. the tweet, actually. Well, um, yeah, and that, they, they don't care about that. So, so that no, was your no, first know, offense. That, that, that was, but basically, to me, the first thing that that told me was, my employer is not only like throwing me under the bus, but they're calling me a racist. Right. Well, and it's also it's also not even if you remove extremists, it's not racist. You have a problem with an ideology and a religion. Islam's not. Well, a race. no, I have a problem with extremists. I know right. Muslims. I mean, my guy worked with some. Sure. I, I don't. Nobody has a problem with people that are that are uh, you know everyday Muslims. People no. have a problem with extremists. I don't care if they were white extremists, black extremists, but they're Muslim extremists, and. Their faith tells them to kill anyone not of their faith. And this is very much like Nazi Germany. Well, and, and then Muhammad, the point is, you know, because you can get to territory with, with Muslims. I want to get to the more recent one, but Muhammad right. was a terrorist. Muhammad himself was well, a terrorist. That's how Islam spread around the world through war. Right. Yeah, ex conquered. E exactly. It spread by the sword. Um, right. Speaking of sword. So anyway, so anyway, yeah. So going forward, <laughs> then I made a comment about Hillary Clinton, and that comment was basically if she's guilty, she sh or I thought, based on the evidence, she's not only is she guilty, but she's so guilty she should be under the jail. People took that to mean I wanted her killed, which was wrong, and they got all pissed about that, too. And then they sent out the memo um, that everybody gets, and it was the same memo we had gotten before, but I was able, I, I feel like, and I'd have to look back, but I was called out for the things that I had said while there were things being said on the other, on many other shows that were very liberal, very progressive, uh, racist. Um, I mean, Stephen A. Smith does it pretty much daily. Sure. And, and so, you know, I was kind of curious, but then this last one was... Yeah, so we have this up on the screen, not good, Jared, right. the, the meme. So, so of... I, 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 I responded to a tweet or to a Facebook post that someone else had made. Now, there's a couple things to know about this. I responded to it, and my response was basically, listen, men's rooms were clearly made for guys, people that stand up to go pee, and women's room not. You know, I use words I might not should use. Anyway, <laughs> we all that do. turned out to be transphobic. Right. Now, the other piece to, to know about this is I made this comment on a, and shared this post on, and I don't, I'm not saying my private Facebook page, but the only people that could see the, the, the post on my page and the comment were my friends, quote-unquote friends, people right. that friended me on Facebook. So it wasn't public. But even then, you know, even if it, uh, you didn't, because you, you understand and you are being tactful because you work with ESPN, but e even then, um, suggesting that if you have a penis uh, that you should use the men's room should not be something seen as so hateful and no, bigoted that well, you lose your the, job. Here's what I said. Uh, my point was, what the hell was the urinal made for? I mean, it's, and I was being, I wasn't really being facetious when I said it, but, I, but it's like, listen, men's rooms were made for people to go to the bathroom standing up, and women's rooms were not. If they weren't, then there would just be one bathroom everybody would use. Right. But, but, but this, again, now I became transphobic. Well, that's the new and, term, right? Because they have, they have the same-sex marriage, they have same-sex right. marriage, and that was pushed through the Supreme Court, and it's over now, and they've right. accelerated right away. Like, okay, well, now, now everyone's transphobic. That's, and they just tack it on to the gay thing, too, like you right. see with North Carolina. Well, here's, here's, it has nothing to do with problem. gay. Here's the problem. That, that, first of all, nothing I said was transphobic, number one. I, uh, uh, when I ran uh, the video company that went so poorly at the end, um, I had multiple transgender employees who were some of the best I, uh, people that I worked with. My son, my, one of my youngest sons, is a member of the LGBT club in high school. He helped 
he helped run it. Let me ask you something real and, quick before we move. Transgender employees, how do they fill out that application? And, and did they? Did I, they? I, I don't know. Never cared. <laughs> don't care. But I just want to know if they the, thought they were pulling the wool over over no, Kurt's but here's eyes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I've come to realize the, the the reason people get pissed is because we don't make it as big a deal as they want it to be. Right. I don't care. I don't care what you wear. I don't care who you sleep with, as long as it's not my wife. I don't care what color, what race. I don't care about that stuff. I've never cared about that stuff. And I'm old enough that if I had those ghosts in my closet, they'd be out. Right. And and plus, last I checked, and for the most part, people I know, if you're racist, you're not afraid to admit it. No. they're, They're proud of. Yeah, it's definitely not something that's that you know that, that's why they try and act as though there's a secret. Remember when they used to say, "Well, if you use the word socialist, it's code for the N word for Barack Obama." And now well, you have Bernie yeah, Sanders who just says, "I'm a socialist." It's like, no, well, we don't believe the N word. Yeah. We, we don't believe the code it. word now. That code word book is like fourteen thousand pages. Yes, well, we always code word for something racist. Well, less. Yeah. you're a liberal. Yeah, we have our little we have it's like our uh, little orphan Annie secret decoder pen. We go, oh, okay, socialist. That lines up with the well, end. Here, that's the thing. See, I don't I don't have one, and I don't care. And and here's here's why. I say well, that. we have to and go to a break, that. and I'll get get you one in the mail, yeah. and we'll have you yep. back uh, to talk no, about I, this. Uh, Kurt Schilling, nice guy, man, got the short end of the stick, deserves better. Lot of with crowd. We'll be back with him. Stay tuned. And now for unemployed Sean King hands in his resume. Well, Mr. King, your resume here is nothing short of impressive. Yes. It says here that you were self-taught with 20 musical instruments? Yes, that is an, that is an approximate estimate. And you have countless multi-best-selling platinum albums. I consider myself blessed. Mr. King, it says here that you wrote Purple Rain? I had no idea it would be as successful as it was. Mr. King, this is clearly Prince's resume, and more alarming, it's clearly a screenshot of Wikipedia. Well, you can find anything on the internet. Why should I waste paper? Mm -hmm. The main problem here is that it said you died on April 21st. Well, as a Christian pastor, I believe we die to the flesh every day. You know, I would really like to hit you right now, but I'd, I'd, I'd hate to be charged with a hate crime. One second. Yes, Mr. Johnston? Yes, Sandra, can I be charged with a hate crime if I hit somebody in my office who is uh, clearly white? I don't think it works that way, sir. Thank you. You're not needed any further. All right. Come here, you little shit. Hey, Crowderheads, if you're listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud, or maybe on the YouTube live stream, because that's a thing now, you're missing so much content at louderwithcrowder.com. That's actually the bulk of what me and my glorious team, not Gay Jared notwithstanding, do. On a daily basis, anywhere from four to ten articles a day with commentary, videos, GIFs, images, and it's all free. So if you want to be up to date on the news and entertained, just add louderwithcrowder.com to your RSS feed. Go check it every day. It's free. You get to support the site. And then, you know, maybe we'll give you some free stuff. I don't know. Maybe free college. What are they promising? Free college? Healthcare? I don't know. They're promising, well, we'll give you that. Just, just bookmark it and we'll give it to you. That's a promise.
right, glad. Sorry I had to do those commercial breaks with our evil corporate overlords, but this man's a pro. He knows the business. Kurt Schilling. I would give his Twitter handle, but it's so hard, it's hard to say. So just type in Kurt Schilling and he shows up, he's verified. Kurt, thanks for staying with us, brother. What's up? Okay, well, what's up? There's, so you were talking about a lot, a lot of things. Uh, the, the, the under the prison, Hillary Clinton, was that a Breaking Bad reference? Someone mentioned that on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great program. A little known fact, overwhelmingly... One, one of the greatest ever. It is really good. I liked Sons of Anarchy first when it came out, and then it got to the point where I was like, ooh, I don't know how much I can stay with this. And then, so Yeah, my wife was into Sons, and then West Wing is still my favorite ever. Yeah. Um, and then Sons is pretty good, but Breaking Bad was, oh my God. Yeah, it's as good as it gets. Um, yep. And my friend used to actually write back and forth physically with Brian Cranston, <clears throat> and uh, little known fact, he was actually thinking about becoming a priest at one point, which is really, I really nice. I had no idea he was that talented. Really? Well, the baseball commercial that he did... Was, I don't know if you saw that. He, was doing the, he did the one-man baseball show, like a commercial, on MLB Network or something. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Well, I, I knew, you know, on Malcolm in the Middle, I thought it was, it was an incredibly underrated program, and, and largely because of him. If he was in the scene, everyone elevated their game, and comedically, oh he was just... That was, people don't realize how, what an influential show Malcolm in the Middle was moving toward that single-camera sitcom um, in well, the United States. And I'm always, I'm always blown away by how good an actor has to be to make you hate their character. This is like, true. You know, you start out thinking, wow, what he's doing is like, come on, how can you be mad at him? He's trying to, and then by the end, it's like, what a piece of track. Like, like, right. it, it ended perfect. Speaking of Except hate. That there are a couple guys I want to die much more horrible deaths. This is, so. right, this is true. But not Hillary Clinton, we want to clarify. Speaking of hate, no. so what's been, <laughs> what, what was it? What was the, the process like where, you know, you no longer work at ESPN? How did they let you know um, you said you've met good. Did, did did it create some some factions? Did you feel thrown under the bus? And then what was the public oh, no, reaction? No, no, like? no. Well, I mean, I, I, I did feel I've been I feel kind of from a top level perspective thrown under the bus for for quite a while. But that that makes me sound like a victim, and, and I'm not. It, my my biggest no, issue not. was that they made me drive two hours yesterday to meet with somebody in HR that they could have just called me. <laughs> like, you know, I, I drove down there. Met with I've the done many of those meetings. Yes. But, well, I, I've been in some, but I, I'm like, you know, I'm talking to him, and I, he goes, well, we're going to have a meeting, and you'll probably get a call later. I'm like, seriously, what? I mean, wh what's the holdup? I mean, there, you have, you've basically cornered yourself into not having an option. Well, you, so, the funny thing is, I want to say this about your meme. Your meme wasn't even uh, anti-trans. For people who didn't, we brought it up earlier. They can go no. search on Twitter. What it was, was it was saying, if you have a different opinion, you are accused of being a hateful, right. transphobic bigot. It was a commentary on the social justice warrior left. So my question is, is it basically just an unwritten ESPN policy where you have to have that opinion on the LGBTQAAIP silent F, otherwise oh, you're not welcome that, there. Yeah, but it's not, that's not a secret. I mean, again, if you listen to the commentary, look, right. and, and I, I hate to say it like this because I'm not lumping everybody together because, again, I had some amazing people I got sure. to work with. But, but I, here's, here's what I, my, the analogy I used with a couple of the employees there that I was spoken with. I said, listen, if I'd come out yesterday and said, transgender people are the greatest people in the world, and if you don't gr agree, you're a son of a bitch, they would have said, listen, please don't use that language on the air. That would have been it. That would have been, well, it would, they might have said that. Right. But, but, but and, and listen, the other people screaming about, you know, First Amendment this and First, the First Amendment doesn't apply here. This no. is not about, I, I have freedom of speech, but when you work for other people, you have consequences if you say things that they don't get, get along with. But my problem is, I don't believe you can have a double standard. I don't think it's legal to, to, to allow 
one racist opinion and not allow another if you don't agree with it. Right. Well, well and also, in your defense, because I know you're, there's nothing that you said was racist no, at all or anything along those lines. And that's, and you know what, I tried to talk to people, I, mean, I was talking to some people, and I spoke to somebody that was that is actually transgender, and I said, listen, we were talking about how this all came to be, and I said, you know, to be very clear, if you want more people to be either sympathetic or open to hearing about your cause, then you've got to at least attempt to be toler- the tolerant people you want everyone else to be. No, and I will say this, even regardless of anecdotally, if, if you have trans friends, we've had a lot on the show, um, there were plenty of stops on this logic bus that said we could have pulled the lever. Right. They didn't want gender-neutral bathrooms, no, 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 a third no, right. bathroom. That's a perfect solution, but they believe that's the, the movement, the gay stopo, the trans stopo, believe it's discriminatory well, to have a third bathroom where it's like, okay, this is all bets are off, that way everyone's comfortable. That wasn't has, enough. has nothing to do with plumbing finances. No, no, exactly. Well, one of the questions I've got to ask, though, is when did people believe that the world was supposed to conform around them instead uh, of conforming to the world you live in or working, shaping yourself to the world you live in? People now expect the world to shape itself for you. And I, I don't that's not that's not how it works. Well, that's how they're trying to make it work. Right. Yeah, I mean, let's talk, you know, gay people, 2% of population Earth. Obviously, a play, there's nothing, nothing wrong. Love gay people, have them on the program. Disagree with them. We just had Dave Rubin on this show. Super gay. Lovely gentleman. Uh, then you're getting to trans people. You're, le- you're a single percentage point of a single percent point, and many of those people aren't at the front lines fighting for this social justice bathroom issue. You are talking such a small percentage of people who have so much control and can get people like you fired simply for but disagreeing. That's the issue. Here's the thing. And, and this is one of the things. This is how we've gotten to where we are. We've allowed the vocal minority to shut up everyone else. Right. And now it drives every all of our political agendas. Here's the thing. I don't care. If there was a transgender march down my street to have transgender bathrooms, I wouldn't go out and watch it, and I wouldn't care that they were having it. No. I, I, I want homeless veterans to have homes. I want orphaned and abused kids to have homes. I want the homeless problem in this country solved. There are so many other things that are actually legitimately scary right. and dangerous, like, I don't know, ISIS. But By the way, little to, known fact, ISIS, not huge supporters of the LGBTQ community. Well, but that's the other piece, right? I mean, Bruce Springsteen, my, you know, wow, you know, you're awesome. You boycott North Carolina. So I'm assuming all your stops in Italy are now canceled because same-sex marriage is illegal in Italy. Right, or and Brian Adams was not, in Egypt performing. Right, no, and you're in the Middle East, you get beheaded or executed or thrown off a roof from right. 30 stories if you're, if you're gay, if you're a woman who loses your, your uh, scarf, or if you're not a, a, a member of the, of the faith. Well, I mean, I, you know what, that might be more convenient for trans men because all they need to do in those countries is toss on the headdress and none, the, no one's the, the You know what, the, the, again, and we, and we, people joke about it, and it's, but the problem is that, that, that the world, people pick and choose strategically. Right, exactly what they want. And like you said, the problem is, listen, it's not only uh, minorities, obviously, that's why we're a representative uh, republic and not a democracy. But like Donald Trump came out today. We were really disappointed. He said, oh, they should leave the laws the way they are. Well, we're at a point you can't because Charlotte decided to step in. And so the state had to say, no, 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 no. You can't do this. Use the bathroom you were born with. You can't come in and and, and infringe people's rights. That was the other thing I said at the end. I'll I'll tell you, here was, this was the media to a T today. I saw, I was tagged in in a post that somebody posted from a transgender website that said something to the effect of cursed, chilling post, horrible, transphobic meme, calls transgender people pathetic. And I, I'm waiting, I'm like, wow. No, you never did that. 
Well, I'm thinking, wait, wait, what did I, did I? And at the bottom of my <laughs> post, I, at the bottom of the response, I had said that we need our government to step in and make these laws now is pathetic. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I do think that if you if you need to be cradled in a safe space because you can't use the ladies' room when you have a pecker, I would say that person is pathetic. And I don't well, think all trans again, people are that here's weak. Here's the thing. Like, I don't have... Everybody's talking about, oh, my God, you know, people are going to get raped in women's bathrooms. It's, it's, the issue is not this. No, it's not. What's going to happen, and you can assure, it's already happened, but it's going to happen one time in a big way. Somebody is going to get molested in a women's room, and it's going to be a child. And some scumbag pervert child molester is going to go to jail. And the transgender community is going to be in a place they never, ever wanted to be. Uh, you know, because I, they're going to have to be defending their right to use a bathroom, which opens up the door for... You know what? This yeah. is just like the whole like uh, uh, anti-police thing, right? Right. There are most violent year ever in history for Baltimore when they sort of vilify cops. They're amazing men. They're uh, amazing men and women who put their lives on the line. They are bad eggs, and they're and they should be suffer the worst penalty ever. Right. But that's not representative of the force. Like pedophiles aren't representative of transgenders, and transgenders are pedophiles. But right. there are people that want to manipulate this law to their advantage, and someone is going to get hurt. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I don't even think that's necessary. Because people go, well, what if, they, what, what if it doesn't happen? It doesn't even matter because, again, most women are immensely uncomfortable with it, as they should. They go, well, what about men? Yeah, you and I and, and not get jet, probably not uncomfortable in a men's room. Why? Because women aren't naturally sexually predatory the way men are. It's the way we're wired. Every but single here, boy's here, fantasy here, is to go into the girl's what I room. I'm going to ask you, though. Why... Why tell us? I don't care. I don't give a what If you come into the men's room and you're standing there taking a I don't care. If you go into the stall, I don't. Why do I have to know you're not a real, a, a born man? I don't care. Well, uh, the, the issue is a lot of women did care and felt uncomfortable, and so cities and, enacted you know laws. Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's the other piece, all right? Think about the, year, the world two years ago that we lived in, right? If yes. Bruce Jenner had happened and no one had ever known... Today, would we would the world be any different? Yes. ESPN would have given the courage award to somebody that had actually that was that, that should have gotten it. And, <laughs> and well, I, 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 okay, you were that. there. You, what was the sentiment there? Like we did the whole we did the whole fake Olympics with Caitlyn Jenner winning the commentary. Caitlyn Jenner, if we believe this is a new person, is separate from Bruce. Caitlyn Jenner has precisely he, as many athletic accomplishments as not Gay Jared zero. Right. And an award happened. Right. Well, well, but behind well, the scenes at ESPN, where even even the the far left were like, "Yeah, okay, this is kind of ridiculous." Well, here's the thing, and, and it was you know it was taboo to speak of right. uh, in any way, but but a positive. So when no one spoke about it, and you know and that was, it, it, but except but, you. Yeah, I, I here's the thing. I don't. Who cares? Honestly, who the, who cares? And why would you care? If you care, that's fine. You can go have your discussion. And and, and the other piece I tried to make these people understand that I was speaking with. An opinion and a belief are two very different things. Right. This is an opinion. It, my opinion's malleable. It's all, all of my opinions are. Mm-hmm. And most people's are. My belief that Jesus was the Son of God and that my, you know, and my family, those things, those are unshakable. Right. Now, well, right I'm away, racist, you, you're given far less leeway the second you make that. Right. No, right. But, but, but if I'm a racist, that's a, that's a fundamental belief of mine that one race is superior to another. Right. If I'm if I'm homophobic, my, my belief, my foundational belief is that gay men aren't worthy of the same life I'm worthy. None of those things are true. No. But people. But but here. But think about this. And and this was to me the the thing that 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 really got to me when people are calling you things that you could not even come close to being. 
you know somewhere the wiring screwed up. No, it's, it comes from top down. It is, at that point, it is collusion. No, I agree. No, you're right. No, you're right. But listen, if I, if, I was, if I said the N-word in my life, my dad would come out of the grave and pull my heart through my chest and kill me. Right. I don't, I, I don't ha- I've never in my life judged somebody on anything other than how they treated me. And I've had preconceived notions of people like, you know, that guy's a, a douche. Right. And then I had to play with a guy, and he's like the greatest teammate I've ever had. I mean, I oh. learned that enough times to know. Right. But when people are calling you a racist and you, you're... Well, you're, what's been the public reaction is, 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 is my question, because we can get into the, the back room, so, and I appreciate you yeah. letting us in I mean, on that. I, I think it's been exactly what I... Listen, I expected it the, when, the, when the, the, the Muslim thing came out. I, it was the same thing. Like, they, they knee-jerk reacted, and then about two days later, they... Everybody, this is, I, I'm, I'm going in circles, but this is like 9-11, right? In 9-11, everybody was, this country's the greatest, well, let's go kick everybody's ass. Right. And then the, the really loud folks, they die out in about six months. Right. This is no different. All these people screaming and yelling in 48 hours are going to be moving on to something else because they, I got fired and they're all happy. Well, I think this, and though. I think ESPN you've had... going to be sitting there going, wait, I think, we, I think you got more support than ESPN expected. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think... I think they're pushing way too hard right now, too fast, and this may have a rebound effect. Because if, if you look at social media, it wasn't even split. A majority of people thought that this was pretty ridiculous, and I, I think it well, shows how I don't touch ESPN. Was, even though a majority of people who did didn't agree with the thing I posted were saying the same, like, right. this is ridiculous. We, ha- like, I, we have to go, Mr. Schilling. Thank you so much, yep. and I know you're going to start going on this tour, and everyone's going to want a piece of you. If there's anything we can do, let us know. But thank you for stopping by, and, uh, man, I, I appreciate that you're willing to no, stand in the pocket. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on Breitbart tomorrow morning, so oh. that, that should be enjoyable. That should be a lot of fun. Kurt Schilling, thank you, sir. We must go. Louder with Crowder. Stay tuned as we wrap it up. This is breaking news on Louder with Crowder. I'm Perry Matheson. We take you now live to Governor John Kasich's campaign stop at a New York deli press conference. Well, I think that America wants somebody who can who can win in the fall. Yes, but Mr. Kasich, if you've only won Ohio, no, no, okay, hold. On. C- can I finish answering the question? Right. I think I need to ask it first. Listen, I'm trying to answer the question. Okay, about pe- about. Picking someone who could win in the fall, someone who's not going to take the low road, who's a nice guy. I, I know, but you keep interrupting me. Give me that <laughs> microphone. I'll answer right here. Okay, let me answer in the microphone, okay? Broker convention. Ah, son of a bitch. Wow, that now, was. Now, who let him in here? Now, hey, I. That's not true. I'm running a positive campaign, and I'm still a nice guy. No, you suck. No, no, I, I've addressed that. I, I don't think that I do. And how do you carry around such an impressive catalog of music that's appropriate for every occasion? Now, hey, I don't think that's appropriate at all. It's entirely appropriate. Well, I disagree. (laughs) 
We'll keep you abreast as more unfolds on Louder with Crowder. I'm Perry Matheson. That sound, that original track, means that it is the end to our program. Really glad, uh, all the guests who, who came on, incredibly grateful, Mr. Uh, Kurt Schilling. Um, our first, the first program he did, I have no listen, we don't deserve that. We really don't. Don't, so we did nothing to We have no business getting these exclusive scoops. Every now and then we just have people who either follow or are fans, and, and uh, I don't know, we, we, we have the ability to get to it first. Um some people apparently i guess there was some kind of a, a live mic thing jared that people were talking about so fix that uh this is the last segment here so i wanted to f- sort of follow on what on what kurt was talking about because i i know he has to be careful and not that he pulls any punches but there are legal ramifications right if he says something kind of like when ben shapiro was on the M- or michelle field situation I- anything you use in public can be used legally and that's why it's important for example when you have politicians who miss misuse the terms or they, they consider them interchangeable like battery and assault. If you use the wrong one or someone committed a misdemeanor and you say felony, well, now you're on the hook for slander. Mm. So I wanted to, to give... Or if you come on a program, you're really nice and respectable, then you play spot the trainee afterwards. You have nothing yes. to do with it, but it It happened. doesn't matter. It happened. It still happened. And then they're going to yeah. show the gif of, of, of me and Gavin, you know, uh, touching the areolas. And then they're like, are you running for president, sir? And this was the program on which you uh, you paid a visit. So I think next week we might actually have libertarian candidate Austin Peterson, Ooh. if I'm correct. And then was there, there was someone else who we were talking about. We were talking, 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 talking. Who was it? Oh, uh, it might be, uh, well, it might be, um, might be Nick DiPaolo, I think, DiPaolo. next week. We're not entirely sure, but Austin Peterson, with a few other guests uh, coming on. So we're, we're, we're always grateful. Listen, the common thread here with, with what Kurt was talking about is he was quieted, he was silenced, he was fired for being transphobic, racist, homophobic. That's what happens on campus. You know, the more I perform on campus, and, and I hate it. I, honestly, I'm looking forward to this being over the tours. Um, we're going to do a few more dates here. Go to ladderwithcrowder.com to see them through the spring. Then we'll take it off in summer and then fall. Just colleges really suck. They really suck now because you show up and people protest. And for conservative provocateurs, it's fun because you videotape it and they show up and they're mad. When you just want to do stand-up, it gets to the point where it's almost impossible. You know, and it's, it's, it's really no longer fun to do. But, uh, again... When I spoke with these kids, and it's the same exact thing that's happening with Kurt Schilling, it's the same thing that's happened on campus with a guy being expelled for not raping somebody, it's the same thing that happened with Whole Foods, all of these tactics and techniques, they were used entirely from the left. Now, oh, you're just using the the left-right divide, man. Yes. And I don't shy away from it, and it's entirely appropriate. You do not see this coming from conservatives. You don't see this coming from the right. Certainly not in record numbers this way. If they get mad at something that someone said, they don't try and get that person to lose their job. Maybe now with some factions of the right wing, I don't know, maybe it happens, but certainly not conservatives who I've I've, I've worked with my entire life. On campus, they try and ban speakers. Racist, sexist, 
homophobic, right? And so what's their solution? Don't let them speak. Kurt Schilling put out a meme on his private Facebook page where he basically thinks, hey, if you were born a man, specifically if you don't go through with the surgery, you're probably still a man. And the meme was, was pointing out this idea that if you say that, you're hateful and bigoted. He didn't even necessarily say that. He, the meme was about even saying that is considered hateful and bigoted. And what do they do? They said putting out that meme is hateful and bigoted. It is just set him right up. Right. So, to point. <laughs> so what's the solution? Fire him. Make sure he doesn't get to speak. Now, every time I go to college campus, these, these speaking engagements, they're open and liberals come in. You know what conservatives on campus never do? They never try and ban people. It doesn't happen. Uh, you don't see it with college Republicans. You don't see them wanting to erase chalk and demanding safe spaces. You may think they're wrong. Again, left and right, man. Yes, left and right. The right does not try to constantly. Their go-to is not silence voices of opposition by defaming the person before the argument even begins. You counter bad speech with more speech. Dave Rubin, we were talking about, he was on our program. I was on his program this week. He, he's never received more hate mail. Dave, I like Dave Rubin. We're actually, we've become friends, and we disagree on nearly everything. But we're willing to have that idea. Guess what? No one on this program, no one who watches it, ever complains when we have Dave Rubin on. It doesn't happen. You'll see people say, oh, you know, they might make a joke, but say, he's, he's, he's so far left, he's wrong about everything, he has his head up his rear. I'm glad he comes on the show. Same thing when we have leftists on, whether it's, or people who lean more to the left, like, like Sargon or D.L. Hughley. I can't think of anyone we've had on that people had just some visceral, nasty reaction it doesn't to happen. and went flock their page and no. spam them with hate. Online, people really hate the Young Turks, but that's because they do that with, with us. That's, All that's they do is paint everyone as racist, <laughs> so people are tired of it. But you have to look at this, and I know you. it's easy to be a fence-sitter and say, well, you know, it's, it's not left to right. People are, yes, everyone is an individual, but if you look at what's happening on campus, if you look at what's happening in the media, if you look at what's happening in the government, there's consistently one side that always, if they can do it first, if they can drop this nuke first, they will. Silence it before the dialogue begins. It's why they try and ban me on campus. It's why, well, I didn't do it with it. We have bomb threats at Cal Poly. Now, I don't go out there and put it on a website and make a big deal out of it. Why? Because I just want to do stand-up, and then after the fact, we can talk about it. You know, a lot of people think this press is good press, but when you've actually had security problems talking about the Islam, we actually underplay it. Um, conservatives don't do that. So, yeah, it does matter to see the world. You, there, the isms are okay. I don't believe in any ideology, man. It's always fluid. Well, you can, also, you can also be blinded by that. Because at a certain point, if you refuse to notice consistencies, there is nothing different, nothing different about what's happening with Kurt Schilling at ESPN and what happened at Whole Foods or on campus, like Buck Nelroy was. It's the exact same thing. It is the tactic of the left. And here's what I will say. You should listen to people. You should always have a dialogue if you can. But if someone immediately goes to a racist card or tells you that someone is a racist or a transphobe or a homophobe, their opinion should immediately be met with skepticism. And the first thing you need to do is stop them. And Whoa, you say racist. Justify that. Whoa, hold on. You say gay. Rationalize it. Because I tell you what, when I sit there and I do these shows on campus for two hours, some have been two and a half, they're never able to. They're never able to rationalize it. They're never able to make that position tenable. Just like they won't against Kurt Schilling. They'll just say he's a racist or a transphobe. Someone says that, you should immediately put them on your radar of someone you should be skeptical. Louder with Crowder. See you next week.